This is the Busy Mama podcast. I'm Ebony Forsyth and in this podcast I'm unearthing the stories that lie beneath some of Australia and New Zealand's favourite mother-made brands we know and love. Like birth stories but brand stories. This podcast won't be about haranguing the hustle but keeping it real when it comes to the beautiful chaos that is creating and managing brands, babies and everything in between. These are the stories of creation, ones to inspire, ones to celebrate, and ones to build connection from. You are listening to episode six, the story of Tiffany Cooper, creator of the brand Niku Store, mother of Ted. All right. Well, let's let's just start at the very beginning because yeah. I feel like yeah. we've got a lot of catching up to do because I'm when did I start following you? I feel like I, I don't know how I come across you. Um Was it with Abby? Yeah, was, actually, you know what? It was Abby. I reckon I found you through Abby. Posting about Niku and then yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. I love we love Abby. We love Shout Abs. Out to Abby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi Abs. We love you. She'll probably cry. Yeah, I know. Honestly, every time I see her stuff on Instagram, I just like feel all the baby vibes again and I get clucky just looking at her like stuff. I'm like, oh. I guess maybe she kind of does yeah. organically have so many kids all over the world. Yes. She's been there and involved. Um, yeah. The beginning for me. Yes. So I was born and raised, like if we want to do a quick recap, born and yeah. raised in which is actually a small sort of, if you want to say, a country town down near Bathurst. Yeah. Um, and we moved so to the Gold country Coast. country gal. Um, country gal. You wouldn't Yay. know that. I didn't know but that. Yeah, there, there's some, yeah, there's some country gal in me. Small country town gal. Um, yeah. And that does come out to play yeah. when it's needed. Yeah. Um, and we moved to the Gold Coast when I was, I want to say, maybe nine. And we grew up. Um, yeah, on the Gold Coast, I went to Emmanuel College on the coast, loved school, yep. was a bit of a nerd, very goody two-shoes, loved sports. Um, yeah. And then after school, I wanted to kind of be like, see your mum and dad, I'm going to go do this. So I actually went and studied fashion business in Melbourne. Ah, I did not know. This is cool. Yeah, I didn't even know. I can't even remember what the name of I actually think it was called Melbourne School of Fashion. Yeah. Um, and we I think I've heard of that actually. Get four or something in fashion business for a year down there. I hated living in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was maybe too young, too poor, <laughs> not quite sure of myself yet. Yeah. yeah. Didn't really drink and party. So for me, it didn't really serve a purpose. It was a, quite a hard time, but I loved what I studied. Yeah. And I, I was there to do the job. I got it done. I loved um, who I met at the course and yeah. what we what we learned. Like, I really took a lot away from it. And I think I really grew up. Yeah, I think that's what I wanted most out of it. Moving so out. So, what of ages now. were you? Like, I was what, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty young. Little. Um, yeah. And I must have turned eighteen down there. Yeah. Because you finished early in Queensland. So really, um, have, yeah. Because I'm like, that's yeah. usually still high school age. Yeah, you graduate. I think it's maybe slightly changing, but I mean, what year was that? Oh, eight, 2008. Yeah. You graduate, um, yeah, when you're 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, so right. And I turned 18 the following year. Yeah. So, yeah, like young spring chicken, that was really amazing. Um, so then from there, 
we did a really cool project in that assignment and it's something that I actually ask in interviews. I yeah. ask people, um, what is your all-time favourite job? Yeah. And, like, if I was to ask you, what would be, if you wanted a job that you could yeah. just pluck out of hair and have, what would you want to do? I think I still um, like doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Look, we get to that point, me too. But yeah. back then I wanted to be the events manager for, De- was it Maya or David Jones? Anyway, I interviewed yeah. the, whoever it was at the time had so much time for me, like little old tip, 17 oh, Bless people like that. She had coffee with me in the, mm-hmm. like the food court of Maya and just had all the time in the world for me. So I did my assignment. Wow. So special looking back now, I'm like, she must have been so busy. <laughs> but that was really special. And that's, yeah. then I kind of asked her a lot of questions. And then from there, I was like, right, I want to study event management. And obviously mm-hmm. um, you have to do that under business. So I did yeah. a, like a degree in business. Um, specialising in marketing and events. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did that at Griffith Uni back on the Gold Coast, moved back home and loved, again, loved uni. I love assignments. I always always took the leading group assignments. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously was born to be like a leader telling people what to do. Yeah. Um, and delegating. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I really loved uni degree. While I was at uni I worked um in fashion so I worked at I think one of your questions was actually what was my first job yeah so what was your first there, job I it was actually video easy <gasps> yes worked- oh my god can we yes. bring back video easy because yes. those were the days oh just the touching the feeling the flicking through and I had my like VIP choose one or two the lollies yeah. at the counter it was like two weeklies two um three days and like to overnighters yeah. <laughs> I would like wheel and deal their late fees like if you clear your late fees I'll bring it down to this today like I I loved it um, oh my god actually and I think yeah. I was like the minimum age I was like 12 years nine months and I said really? to mom, I want to can you drive me to video easy I want to I want to job there wow and I got it. <laughs> yeah oh my god you would look so tiny behind the counter I was in my yeah must have been no, I was always tall. I was very lucky. I think that group, that, yeah. that helped. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, loved working there. Eventually kind of, you know, had the manager keys and would open and close. But, yeah, I was wow. there for six years. When I moved That's back a, home, yeah. I went, went back. Did you get too. free movies? Did you get free movies? Yeah, and, like, I would <laughs> watch movies while I was at work, obviously, and make oh, a scene. Was, like, yeah. It's very similar. It's, like, where my retail began, right? Like, yeah, true. Party and display and clean and deal yeah. with customers, deal with complaints, deal with scratch DVDs. Yeah. And, like, setting the scene of the, um, like, if it was a Sunday morning, I'd put, like, a family movie on. Like, oh. if it was a night I'd put Fast and the Furious on. You were all over yeah. it. Yeah. Very funny. Very yeah. funny because all these I feel like your career and your jobs, even yes. if you feel like what you're doing right now isn't um, fulfilling anything, it is. It's like a stepping stone yeah. to what will be. Like you'll learn lessons and look back and be yeah. like, oh, actually, I That's, did pull something like that. It's really interesting how you like you don't really realise until you look back how it connects to where you are now. Like the stuff yeah. that you used to do kind of yeah. indicated what you're doing now without you really yeah. realising back it then. It trains you, it mm. grows you. So, yeah, that was my first ever job. And then um, when I lived in Melbourne, I actually worked at Maya um, and yeah. 
I was also a swim school teacher. So Oh, so I, was I. I actually did that too for like six yeah, months. Yeah, I, lo- I loved it. So um, that was just a friend connection. I did that at night times yeah. after uni and then um, Maya in between. Yeah. So I had the two months on the go. Um, and when I came back to the Gold Coast to study uni, I think that gave me my foot in the door. I actually got a job at Country Road. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I loved working there. I think I was there for, yeah, about the same, like five, five years. Yeah, right. Wow. That's still a good amount of time, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So then finish uni, working at Country Road, what what do I do? I heard that Zara um, through word of mouth was coming to the Gold Coast. And at the time, I think the only Zara that you could shop was maybe in Sydney, yeah, in the city and then Melbourne in the city. Yeah. There weren't many Zaras in Australia. Yeah. Um, and I heard that it was coming to Rabina. And I found the, um, I think it must have been a recruiter that was looking for staff and applied to be, I think it was like the women's wear manager at the time. I just wanted to be a part of it. I yeah. was like, if Zara is coming to the Gold Coast, then, you know, I'm your retail gal. Yeah. I was finishing. <laughs> I was ready to go full time. Um, so, yeah, I applied and actually got the job. Yeah. Um, and then that meant six months training. Was it six months? No, six weeks training and living in Sydney. Yeah. So they flew us down to Sydney and we lived in Chinatown in Sydney, like at the end of, I don't, can't even think of the street. Um, yeah, look, it wasn't, it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> it was not like fashion. Zara's putting me up in like the overload. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah bunking in an apartment in like Chinatown um oh. with like, other staff members yeah. other, other managers in training but yeah look I loved and what I learned at Zara it, I was there for I think two years in the end yeah it was intense but their systems and their procedures and everything about what they do yeah. is so thought out yeah and systematic and there's a reason behind everything and I yeah. definitely applied a lot of their um core fundamentals into Naku. yeah again there's another stepping stone into you know at this point I still yeah didn't really know where it was taking me yeah um so from Zara I was the women's wear manager there working way too many hours I think some days I would clock 13 kilometers on my feet oh my. So I was the visual merchandiser wow. for women's wear so you would yeah. m- move stuff pretty much the whole store so you'd start at 6 a.m and finish at four yeah you never yeah, got out big day yeah big long days just running stock literally because the stores are so big so you're running huge. From one end to the other back and, yeah um yeah learn how to like pull inventory off the truck pack it down like we would pull a whole truckload unbox it hang ticket steam um and visual merch in two three hours so wow it was very like quick turnover you don't realize all that work that really goes into that because like as someone who has never had anything to do with that kind of work yeah. you just walk into yeah. a store and you're like oh this is pretty yeah and then the other <laughs> but all that work yeah, behind exactly. it it's amazing yeah but you know it, it was all very time very focused you know you had a separate team that was stuck that I would manage to get that unpacked and then I'd have a separate team visual merchandising it at the same time mm-hmm. so I learned so, so so it was the hardest job I've ever worked there were lots mm-hmm. of tears there were lots of like Push back from managers because I, I was still learning yeah. um, how to be a manager, how to work full time, yeah. um, how to take feedback, yeah. how to get feedback, 
it was a big management learning experience and yeah. the way that they do it is very intense um and look right or wrong but yeah we definitely took away a lot I took away a lot from that yeah. and one of the big fundamentals I loved is I took away um the Zara me- I call it the Zara method I don't even know what what they would call it but yeah basically everything in Zara is available to shop right so yeah. you walk in and everything on the floor is what you can so it's like a self-serve so yeah. you'll go over to the rack and it'll be you know sized from 6 to 12 or 14 and you can buy it off the rack all your sizes are there that yeah. is what it is you can take the size that you need and you can buy it without having to speak to anyone the yeah. shoes underneath they're in size order from 7 all the way to like yeah you know 10 or 11 yeah and they're all there on the floor all the handbags are on display so it's a very self-serve nothing is ever um, you know, overstocked in the stock rooms, everything's on the floor. Yeah. So when, and then they've also got a low price point at the front. I don't know if you've ever, no. oh, sorry, the highest price point at the front, a middle price point through the middle, and then the lowest price point at the back. Right. So you start at the middle, you collect your bits, you walk away right through the middle. Oh, these, oh, this is cheap. I need to throw that in your basket. And then you get to the back. Yeah. And you've got cheaper clothes, and then you've got your accessories that take you through the counter, right? You yeah. Throw yeah. In, yeah. It's so strategic, so, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. What you're aiming for there is like a higher price pointed sell and UPT which is like units per transaction so yeah um, it's very yeah consumer yeah there's strategy in everything and as consumers you don't really think about it because you're just there having a nice time effortless yeah Um, and I definitely tried to apply that in the way again of designing Naku and thinking about products and placement and the design of the store yeah um so I definitely took away that a lot and I don't think that's something that you would learn just from shopping it was no. it was to be how much I learned from yeah. managing and um, mm. visual merchandising that just so, shows yeah. though like how important and how like pivotal experience before mm. going into your own retail store can be like um yeah. not that there's anything wrong with just going straight into retail without any experience but like no. you have learned like so much which would be so um like yeah so pivotal in what you'd like your store now and how that who knows what it would have yeah I don't know if that owes a little bit of this success or a lot but anyway it's all Um, yeah and you know we'd report back to Spain and we would speak to Spain daily and let them know what was um working what wasn't that take our feedback so you'd have to do ropa feedback which they speak spanish is like clothing feedback yeah. oh yeah so i would be in charge of reporting and you know i get the girls to do that now what categories are working what categories aren't working what do we need to imply in our next buy yeah and then stock rotation so that's where having the two stores is good because if something isn't working here we'll rotate it to the other store yeah um and zara did a lot of that which i didn't necessarily we didn't do that at country road yeah. You know, we didn't do that at other retail stores. It was like you got what you're given and then it goes on sale if it doesn't sell. Yeah. Whereas Zara very much before it goes to sale because they only had sales twice a year, Yeah. Um, they rotate it yeah. to move it, Yeah. which is yeah. really cool, really cool yeah. thing. So simple but yeah. really fundamental. Amazing. And then from Zara I um, so how old? To- sorry, how old were you? Like what time of life was this at Zara? These were my 20s, so uni was like 20, I think I want to say I was, I can't remember, 2008, so nine. So early early 20s? I would say early 20s because then I'm trying to think of like birthdays. 
yeah. I then so yeah we're, we're mid 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 20s so then I went into um wholesale management yeah so that's basically working for an agency it was actually down in Byron Bay yeah and um, they had three brands I don't know if you remember Tallulah Stevie May and Isla so yeah. I was the wholesale manager for I think I came on board for Tallulah, Stevie May yeah. um yeah yeah wow that was that was a, a another big learning curve in my experience. It yeah. was actually really cool to see the other side of fashion and the wholesaling. So there was a lot of production, yeah. a lot of wholesaling out to retail stores and a lot of travel. Yeah. So, again, a really good um, life experience for me, really. You know, yeah. you'd be on the road once a month for maybe two weeks. Wow. So I was home for two weeks at a time. Yeah, wow. Um, but it was a perfect time for that age. Yeah. I had a at the time. Um, yeah. I was sort of enjoying the life, enjoying yeah. surfing, going to the beach. So yeah. I would do that on weekends. You know, loved working in Byron. I would drive to and from every day. Yeah, nice. Um, and sometimes carpool. You know, there was no traffic yeah. back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what it is Before now. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, yeah, I I loved learning and traveling. So we would go to Sydney. Um, I would go to Sydney once a month for two weeks and live in a hotel and get to go to all the bars and restaurants and yeah. um, eat around, put on the company card and get coffee and go to retail stores and set up beautiful showrooms. And, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good. It was a hustle. It was yeah. definitely like you know, um you'd leave your suitcase at the showroom and get to the airport and be like, how am I going to work this out? And I would put it in an Uber. Yeah. Know, and like, get my, it's just like life skills of like, yeah, where's my suitcase? I've got to check in. I'll Uber it. Calling the Uber, like back then it wasn't like <laughs> shit. I was yeah. like, hi, I'm to the concierge. Can you please pop? There's going to be an Uber out the front. Can you pop my suitcase in that Uber? Yeah. And then the Uber driver, I called and I was like, you're going to pick up just a suitcase and you're bring it to the airport. <laughs> And like just things like stupid things like that, you yeah. just learn. Hey, I'm in it here. No one is gonna rescue me. Right? Yeah, it's no all one me. else can get stuff from me. Yeah, um, you've just got to get it done. And I think there's been a lot of times in owning your own business where you kind of look around and you're like, oh, I, I'm it. Hey, no, one's, no one's gonna help you. Yeah, um, you know, when the assignment wasn't getting done magically, and you're sitting up doing all nighters. No one's gonna come along no. and write it for you. Like, no, yeah, hey, that's it. Done done now yeah don't put it off yeah Um, yeah so that began the like hey yeah you're you're on your own here you gotta just suck it up and get it done yourself yeah you can't call a friend yeah Um, exactly yeah so that was really cool and then from there I moved into which is my favorite favorite job the job for Zulu and Zephyr oh beautiful yeah I was probably 20 I was there two years so 25 when yeah. I started ZZ and yeah. um, oh what an experience honestly, that would be like yeah I yeah. love love the girls still talk to them a lot Candace and Carla are their sisters and they own um, the company and I think when I started there was yeah. three four five maybe five six employees yeah right yeah I feel I don't I think I messaged Candace the other day and, yeah they had like 33 or something wow so started it was quite a small like little office yeah um very small team the girls would come in you know nearly every day yeah and then it kind of grew a fair bit while I was there 
um, the warehouse expanded staff were employed and yeah I just the experience I got from doing that job was next to none like it's, yeah. it's so valuable yeah um, oh how cool yeah like you know it was just the level up that was required like we were showing yeah. out a little space in Sydney and yeah meeting you know fox and dove and uh splice and yeah. and um you know, we were talking to the iconic and I think the girls even went into David Jones at one point, but yeah, it was really yeah. nice to touch like the big players. Yeah. In expand the in that way. Yeah. Um, and just understand communication, negotiating. Um, yeah. 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 Like a, like a more organic sell. Yeah. Whereas at the agency it was very push, push, push salesy. Yeah. Whereas this was, Hey, the brand does the talking. Yes. This is how move, move it around. Yeah. Wow. You've really you know, seen like all different sides of fashion, like, yeah, like brands, yeah. haven't you? That's a big and small one. Yeah. And I've loved, I've loved it. I'm sure there were hard yeah. parts where I was, yeah, beside myself. But yeah. I look back life. now and go, wow, I, yeah, I've already lived a long life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like more, more, more. I love to learn. I love asking questions. I yeah. want to know it all. Yeah. I really do. And I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a know-it-all, um, but I just. You're the like curious kind. I'm so curious and actually yeah. it's so funny. Ed has absolutely got that curiosity mm. from me. He's so curious and I yeah. love seeing, love watching him want to learn and yeah. you know, put things on things and sit there for five minutes to try and work it out. And I'm like, oh, yes, can't yes. wait to explore that, whatever it's that looks so like. so fun. Yeah, but I'm definitely, I would say, curious and it's paid yep. off. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. I was packing customer orders. I was receiving um, our big deliveries and helping the girls get it launched online. I was, you know, doing our website, doing our campaign shoots, flying to Sydney to do our book shoots. Yeah. Um, What else could I say? Sourcing models. um, Wow. That was like the OG gifting out too of um, Instagram. era, yeah, that era, Yeah. yeah. You know, talking to, you know, girls that are like Lisa Danielle and Carissa Spark, like they were a, if one of the first that we gifted to back then and, yeah. um, you know, look how, look how far they have come as well. Yeah. So, we're talking oh. eight. so, yeah, that was really cool to just begin whatever that now looks like. Yeah. Um, wow. Learning accounts and production costs and, you know, things like that have really paid off. Um, yeah. And then from there, I guess... I was, you know, selling to these beautiful retail stores, traveling all over. Um, yeah. I actually did a road trip down through to Canberra, like yeah. stopping at Kayama, sourcing new stores, Barrel, um, can't remember the name of the store there, but, you know, I have literally yeah. seen in person every retail store that existed, um, yeah. you know, with, high, you know, higher end um, brands. And then I did a trip from Byron all the way up to Cairns. Um, wow. I think it was like 20 hours of driving and stopping yeah. off and seeing all the different Great boutiques. Things. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, so, you've done so much. Yeah. Yeah. That gave me a lot of experience, like seeing these stores yeah. firsthand. And um, and then also I'm selling to people like Ulterior Motive, yeah. um, Pippin Jumbled, um, you know, Wolf and Ornitz, Danny is a girlfriend of mine in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, Call me the breeze, chatting yeah. with the girls. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we. It's been nice to create those relationships. Yeah. Because they're moving into sitting alongside them as a competitor. Yeah. We've got a group chat. Like yeah. We are 
Yeah. They're so friendly and bounce ideas off each other and, you know, relationships and cry about COVID lockdowns yeah. together. Yeah. Um, relationships are so important, aren't they? Like yeah. they are just yeah. really, really important pieces to the puzzle. You you always have to be kind to people. Like I think not even for a self gain, but you just never know mm. um, where where that friendship could help you out or where yeah. It so I yeah. definitely um, and I genuinely you know think they've all done an amazing job. And I think more is more, right? There's yeah. no such thing a bad competitor. I think no. yeah, more Absolutely. is more in that realm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So going to all these different boutiques, I had like a moment of being like hey if they can do it maybe I could do it and give it a go and do it even better yeah and, and do it yourself like? yeah my favorite brands you know they had some good brands but it wasn't a whole collection of amazing amazing brands it was like bitsy yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. and no one had done kids wear so there was a kids wear store and then there was a, a women's wear store and then there was a gifting store. No one had combined all in combined together. Combined them all together. Yeah. Point, whereas now it's like if you don't have that all, you're not really existing. So, yeah, yeah, um, totally. Yeah, I began yeah. to work on an idea um, and I'd just been on a holiday to Japan actually. So I think this is 2016. Yeah. 2017, sorry, 2017. Um, I started what would be Nanaku. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd always thought maybe I'd do my own thing, whether it was an event wedding company or maybe a retail store. I yeah. didn't actually know. But, got but you knew the there was something in you. There was something yeah. else. Yeah. Something else that I really wanted, you know, I really wanted to give it a go myself and prove to myself that I could do it on my own. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I... Yeah, I've always been a bit like that. I was the first in my family to finish year 12 and the first in my family to go to uh, uni on both sides. So for me, it was very like I wanted to keep kicking those goals just to prove, not prove my family, but just make them proud of me, I guess. Yeah. And and to show that, yeah, it doesn't matter what you come from. Yeah, you can. If you want something enough, that's my thing. I've always said that if you want something enough, you can have absolute Absolutely, any reality you want. You do not get. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, 100%. I think I got off the plane and I still remember this moment. I met up with Sophie and Nick and we were having like lunch or something. And Nick's like, "Hey, I'm thinking of putting this cafe in this space down in Casuarina. Like, would you want to do a clothing store?" Oh yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> like, you, you do, so you're doing the cafe? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was like, yeah, this is a leasing agent's number. And I dialed it and they're like, oh my God, you're calling him. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to call them. <laughs> and so that's literally how like the commons in Casarino started with Nick doing the cafe, yeah. which is now Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's how Niku started. I yeah. stupidly, and this is advice to anyone. <laughs> I read back through my emails the other day because I was trying to find my lease documents. Yeah. I, like, signed the lease and paid the deposit and didn't negotiate much. Yeah. And I just can go, hey, there's a good learning curve. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so excited and you believe the agents and you believe the lawyers, but, yeah, look, it is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you learn. I learned that for the next lease. But, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very funny. I kind of signed it on the dot and was like, yeah, let's get it done. You're too excited. Um, just like, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Move so it on. was yeah. a sand pit like when I saw it. 
So yeah. the building hadn't even been built. It was all oh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 It was due to finish like the November, um, but probably wasn't going to be until the following year. So mm-hmm. I lived a double life, um, mm. building what will become what would become Naku and also yeah. working at Zulu. So I would meet on site with my builder at like six AM, drive to yeah. drive to work, work very tight lipped, didn't tell them. And yeah. then I would, you know, leave work and drive to my friend's architecture firm and she was doing the design and I'd stay yeah. there till midnight and I'd r- rinse and repeat. Yeah. For a few months. Um yeah. And then, you know, I finally it was like the end of the year and I was being so weird with Candace one day and she's like, you're being so weird. And I was like, I've got something to tell you. Yeah. And she's like, no, no. I was like, I'm leaving. But can we still work together because I'm doing a store and I really want to stock Zillow and Zephyr. Yeah. <laughs> My first fear was them saying no. Yeah. Yeah, because you the valued their thing, relationship so much. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I really valued their, and their opinion, right? So yeah. yeah. Um, Nick, who's a good friend of mine, and he's given me a lot of advice. One of at the time, he was like, "Are you doing this? You know, are you not doing this because you're worried about what people yeah. will say or will think?" And I was like, "Yeah, a little bit." And he's like, "Well, why? Like, you yeah. shouldn't do things based on what other people's opinions would be. Like, you can't do things based on whatever they're going to say or how they're going to react to these yeah. or whatever." You want. And I went, "Yeah, right." That's yeah. so true. You can't control their reactions yeah. or their opinions. Yeah, you're going to look after yourself. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you just remind yourself before you have those big conversations or make those big decisions that totally. if I'm doing this for me, yeah, you can't worry about what they're going to say. Obviously yeah. the reaction was really lovely and supportive. And, yeah. Um, you know, we had a big farewell and they bought me a diary and got it inscripted with Nuku. Um, so oh, how lovely. They're still, they're still support yeah um, my business, so that's really nice yeah um, so yeah, yeah that's how the transition sort the transition of happened, happened. yeah so that's a very very long-winded summary of I guess yeah no, but that transitional that took, phase is quite tricky isn't it like it I've talked of, to quite a few people like that yeah. in between it's like where do you fit like and trying to spread your time between each and energy as well and all the fears around everything lucky I'm a little bit psycho like <laughs> if you got coffee you could pull out at any time right so yeah I just I think that's why I signed the lease and I, I made an Instagram and I quit like quit the the job because I was like, well, I'm all in, right? Yeah. I can't back out if I quit my job. I can't back out if I sign the lease. Like, Tiff, yeah. I know you want to do this, but that little like Niggle. little, yeah, niggles telling you like, oh, I'm a little bit nervous. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. But you just have to like ignore that and push yeah. ahead. And yeah. Don't have that feeling, obviously. Don't make any dumb mistakes because you want to yeah. steamroll. But, um, yes yeah and you sound like the person like the type of person who goes in all properly like I think that's a huge thing with starting business as well if you're not all well, in yeah. don't be in like sometimes you just got to throw it all in to give it a good go it's so freaking scary totally get it but like yeah. it's a it's really a very Aussie slang saying but you can't do things half-assed like, you can't yeah I, I say if you're going to do it do it properly take your yeah. time yeah I'm don't 100% there with you yeah yeah. Yes. So that's kind of the transition period. And I still remember a lot of it vividly, but, you know, once I let go of ZZ, I could really concentrate then on the store. Yeah. And that was the weirdest, hardest couple of months, right? Yeah. You're sitting at your desk at home with your yeah. laptop. Yeah. When do I work? How do I work? Where do <laughs> I start? 
how do I get brands? How do I get a point of sale? Yeah. Do I need a bank account? Like Website, yeah, all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, if you're going to open a business, start building the website now. Like that took way longer than I. Everyone <laughs> underestimates how long websites take. I'm oh a website designer myself yes. and it's, yeah, it's, it's always underestimated. Yeah, I was like, it's just uploading products and no. No, um, yeah. <laughs> I would say, I think zinging into one of your um, questions yeah, is my, something about the best investment. What was the yes, question? what is your best investment? Well, I think, I couldn't remember at the time, but I was just about to say your logo design which is I know you're yeah. actually graphic designer, yeah 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 brand designer. yeah um that getting your branding done nailed properly. first yes thank you yeah, yeah amen so yeah is I didn't I didn't yeah, you didn't it, no it's come back to bite me a number of times I just made a logo on Canva didn't exist then so I can't remember what I made it on um but I just oh. made myself a logo yeah yeah, which is very common, totally common oh, when you start out. Yeah, downloaded Adobe Photoshop. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like a month or so in that I got my branding done, um, but not properly. Like I didn't get, you know, this All email the- signatures. I kind of cheapskate, but like yeah. I would say that's something that you need to. And it don't, saves a lot of time. You can change your brand. You can change yeah. the name to an extent or the slogan, but um, yeah, 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 I would say don't dilly-dally too long, but, yeah, definitely invest in a whole package of brand. yeah because at the end of the day I think a lot of I find a lot of people especially if you it, it, it does depend on the store or sorry the business that you're doing like if you're doing something permanent like a store yeah it's there's yeah. a like there's a lot in a store that you invest your yeah. brand into so having yeah. to go over that a second time is just yeah. just going to cost oh, you more money yeah <laughs> Because you're thinking like, like you've said, got signage, you've got packaging, oh, you've got like cards, all the bits. Like, yeah. 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 Cards, um, thank you cards. Like, and I've kind of pared back on a lot of that because A, rubbish, B, cost. Um, yeah. 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 It's really something that you need to, and like little things like fonts and yes. colours, I think they're trickle through whatever, whatever, you know, we don't have a font. We don't have a colour. Yeah, you know, being in, you know, I I have an advertising agency that I use, and yeah. they asked for our fonts and our um colors the other day, and I was like, "El, my marketing manager replied and was like, these are the fonts we normally use," and I was like, "Oh, just wish I could be like, here's our branding package, you know, yeah, these are our logos, these are our colors, like just have it all tiny, yeah, yeah. and we probably Organized. could, but it's something that I don't you know have time to or think of to sit down and get it. Done. Yeah, totally um, get it. Yeah, yeah." Yeah, the branding was something that I, you know, started with um, and the name. Yeah, so tell me about the name. Was, so the name was um, really, it came together really beautifully. Yeah. Um, but I was actually obviously, you know, still working at Zulu. I was actually on a sales trip in New Zealand and, you know, starting a business, had a lease. What yeah. am I going to call the store? Yeah. And for a while I was calling it Disperse Store, like Dispersing Goods. Thank you. No, thank God. Thank God you didn't choose that. That was just... <laughs> I a business name disperse, sorry. But, yeah, look. It looked cool. I saw it, like, written, I think, L. Ferguson post. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I can't even just, imagine like, that. It just didn't stick. And then oh. I was driving around in New Zealand on a sales um, tour. Yeah. And 
I was driving through on like the highway. I think it was must have been on the North Island in in Auckland, and there was a sign saying Nikau, like however many miles this way. And I, yeah, there it is. That's the name. I That's love that name. word. Yeah, N I K O A U. Yeah. And I looked it up. I was like, there, that's it. That's the name. Loved it. Yeah. It meant like a kiwi fern. Um, and it yeah. said plants are coming soon to Byron Bay. I was like, damn it. So oh. the actually, I think they've recently sold or they're selling, but they're at the plant store in Byron on the main yeah. on Fletcher Street. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And obviously plant store native New Zealand fern. It makes sense. sense. I was like, yeah. damn it. And greenery like green logo whereas yeah. I was heading towards pink at the time yeah so I was like okay why do I like that word I liked that it was you know a little bit different and had a meaning behind it and I liked yeah. it and I it's a beautiful it. looking word yeah yeah and so then I was trolling um chat GPT didn't exist then so I was trolling good old Google yeah yeah words start with N-I-K <laughs> words that blah, blah, blah. so yeah. sat on the internet for a very long time looking for a word and um, the Japanese word meaning sunlight popped up as Niku, N-I-K-K-O-U. Oh, and I went, you're right. I've just been to Japan, very influenced for the way they do things. It all makes sense. Meaning sunlight, a sunshine store in Kajarina, 150 metres from the beach. Perfect. Um, selling swimwear, umbrellas, yeah. towels. It just was Dunning. a perfect name. Yeah. So that's where the name came from. There you go. Um, yeah. And... I it's, love it. I, I love say Niku, but yeah, it's Niku is how you actually pronounce it. Oh but yeah, us Aussies do not speak like that. Yeah, Niku, <laughs> <laughs> Niku, whatever you want to call it. Niku, um, yeah, yeah. That's the meaning behind it, and then I yeah, definitely nice. That's where all the plywood and the natural layout came yeah, into the store. Yeah, cool. You know, cups I love on the back it. of their card with two hands and walking around the counter and you know giving them their um their shopping bag on the other side of the counter and just like little things that I wanted to bring into the store that just make a customer's experience not like oh hey you yeah. just paid that money there's your goods it's like no, yeah no, no. still speaking I'm walking around the counter I'm handing you your goods I'm giving yeah. you like a little hug on the shoulder and you know thanking yes. you for your service so I um, love this yeah. I'm I'm a big brand experience nerd like something yeah. that I just like thrive on I could like talk yeah. hours about so it's so nice to hear that you have like a purposeful like regimented yeah. way of thinking about that yeah, yeah. Very, you know like um it's a gift <laughs> yeah look it's it is a gift it definitely is a gift yeah. those things. I'm a perfectionist um yeah. which obviously comes back to bite us with things but yeah you yeah. know what though like I think everyone has different feelings about the word perfectionist but I also tend to think like well a lot of people that are business owners are they perfectionists are, yeah, and it does never, to a to yeah. a like yeah to an extent it's it yeah. is a really good trait like I think it's something that's good obviously it can be like you, something we need to let go of you yeah. can control it in some ways but like to an extent it's it's the point where like it takes something from being good to being absolutely incredible and like that's that's where we get it. Like that's where business owners are sitting if they can yeah, make that work. that's true. And I think yeah. not settling for something that's average or that's yeah. okay. You, yeah. Your job never feels finished. Yeah. And I think if you are in business, um, yeah, if you, if you never feel not satisfied but you never feel finished, mm. it's a good thing that you've got more to give and you've yeah. got more to grow and move with. Yeah. It's actually a really good 
Like if you constantly feel like, oh, this isn't done, this isn't finished, it, that's actually a good thing because if you sit there on your hands and go, oh, it's good enough or that'll do, I don't need to make any changes or I won't yeah. change or I refuse to change, then you're in trouble. That's yeah. where your business actually Exactly. Stops. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It does, it does, I'm all about it. It does pay off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly all about perfectionism. I'm one of those people yeah. who like, well, you're creative, right? So you've got to be in graphic design. God, yeah. And I think that's the thing, like in your job, like if it's what you do and your passion, your thing, like you're allowed to be a perfectionist because that's like what takes you like to to be above the rest, you know? Yeah, I, yeah exactly. What fills your cup? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, to an sure. extent. Yeah, totally. So take me back to like the launch of Nico. How did you do that? Like what really? was it like? Um, What was it like? I was shooting bricks. Yeah. And like you would um, have, did you employ straight away and um no too scared to yeah that's commitment yeah um I so the launch was there was like a bit of like turmoil turmoil in the lead up to the opening because it was a new build yeah and a new story fit out I actually had to I now call myself Aaron Brockovich the council wanted a DA application submitted. For my fit out um, ahead, and I only learned, yeah, I learned this six weeks out. So, yeah, it was, it was very, yeah, it was not, Mm. it was a lot of hysteria um, and a lot of confusion and a lot of like, okay. But again, I just went, whatever, whatever that looks like, let's just get it done. The landlord was saying you didn't need to, Mm. the lawyers are. I just went, right, I'm going to march down to the council. So I went down to the council in Tweed because, again, they didn't really know what was what was needed. Yeah. Um, and I I think my girlfriend was a town planner. Chloe, shout out to Chloe. I couldn't have done this without her. Yeah. And there's, like, websites so you can go on and you can search the other businesses, DAs. Um, I think the other ones, like, not a certificate, but something similar, right? Yeah. And um, it was this creek bed that ran through the middle of Casa Lake from Cabba that was protected. Yeah. Oh, okay. DA for a fit out inside an already approved DA building. Really? Like I was putting a fitting room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So DA, like, I think it could cost up to like seventy thousand dollars or something. Oh in my like god. Nine months. Six yeah. To 12 months. So I was freaking. I was freaking oh out. And like, I was like, yeah, you should have like that's under your clause. Or oh, far out. All the other businesses were freaking out because it meant everyone else had to do it. So I did some research and I found that the there was like a shopping centre over the road from where Naku was to be opened and they yeah. only did the certificate um, and not a DA. So I marched down there and went, okay, I'm happy to do a DA, but can you explain to me how they only did a certificate and not a DA and mm. they're within the same distance. So I had to do a map with the distance mm. from the store. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me speak to my manager or supervisor. And I was like sitting there, like, mm-hmm. Call yeah. me <laughs> and anyway, we got away with it. So yeah, it was like I had this counselor's number, and he was a legend. I couldn't have done it without him. Um, yeah, I got chatting with him, and he helped me complete the forms, and I had to submit whatever whatever I needed to at the time. Yeah. And Chloe helped me with her town planning experience, so it didn't cost me anything. I think it costs like $1,500 to submit this application yeah. and it got turned around within two weeks. Oh, good. So then it meant that all the other um, Yay. tenancies yeah. then 
do that, apply through the same guy, pay the same amount of money and we could all start to open. So that was like a big, a very distracting thing in the lead up that it yeah. Like, oh, I'm opening a pretty boutique with clothes. Why do I need to deal with council? But it's like you yeah. really need to cross all your T's and check all your I's. Like everything yeah. is your responsibility and yeah. it's things that you think are oh, that um, you kind of have to just go, all right, well, I'll get it done. Yeah. Um, and so that was I actually opened on the Saturday. We did a big launch party and I yeah. had um, I probably can still remember the brands. So when I started emailing brands, obviously you indent six months ahead so that yeah. I had to pick up stock on hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had Sir, Velvet Canyon, um, Flash, Jewelry, Brilliant, yeah. um, Milk. Yeah. And some kids' clothing. Yeah. I think I had um, Bobo Chosen, which yeah. is a really cool brand. Um and how did you feel about like reaching out to those brands? Were you nervous of rejection or you quite confident? I, I tried to just feel like I had it. See, look, I have, this is where the Zulu experience came into hand because I made a brand book. I did yeah. the experience. Of, this is what my brand is. These are the, these are the potential brands. This is the potential fit yeah. out. And I have like a 3D visual of the, of the shop because obviously I didn't have images. Yeah. I had my social media up and running already. Yeah. Um, I kind of gave them like a brief overview of the customer experience. Yeah. Um, you know, for VIP gift wrapping and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I knew that I wasn't just opening a shop to have clothes in it. It was like a yeah. whole, you know, I'm not here to muck around. Yeah. Um, so I sent that out with like a short and sharp pitch. Yeah. Brands and research the owner's name, research their email. Like don't do a blanket email out. Don't yeah. say hi, Ebony, when it's Tiffany you're talking to. Like do yes. proper research. Yeah. Take your time to address the email to the right yeah. person. Yeah. I'll always give extra time to someone when they go to the effort of finding out who they need to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I started by emailing out, had my little spreadsheet started at, you know, at the top and worked my way through. And a lot of them yeah. at the time, like we're talking eight years ago. Yeah. Up. So flash, I was one of their first stockist and Velvet yeah. Canyon probably saying that only just launched their brands yeah so obviously eight years ago they were you know kicking around and doing beautiful things Zulu and Zephyr yeah I had, I had a direct contact there that's um, great yeah yeah that wouldn't have been too bad Becky who owns Peony is a good friend of mine um yeah. you know she came on board as well I think I can't remember who else I had for open, but um, yeah, I had a good, a beautiful little mixture to open with, yeah, and then and some homewares and candles and things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice. Um, but the opening party, I had like a little, a, a little, a DJ friend, um, drinks and champagne, and just like a girlfriend of mine, Maddie, did like some nibbles and stuff and made it beautiful with flowers. So yeah. that was my launch party, and it was Yay. really nice just to tick it over. We made some money on the night. A lot of my friends were very excited and shopping, and I'm I kind sure, of yeah. invited a lot of the Casuarina locals that are now really good friends of mine. Yeah, and yeah, I um, I think I hired a girlfriend that was working at the bakery over the over the road, and she worked for the price of a dress. Yeah, <laughs> a dress that she wore on the night, and I paid her in that. Like I yeah. just had to because I had no money. Yeah, yeah. So then I worked um, for six days a week. Um, I opened, oh, no, sorry. No, no, I opened seven days a week straight up. Yep, straight away, and yeah. I worked 43 days straight. Wow. Um, Far out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's not a good idea. Yeah. 
there was literally a crash that happened at the end of that. And really? I, um, yeah, I just fell in a heap and needed needed help, right? So yeah, absolutely. I was at work with a migraine one day and called so was like, have you got, like, I need medicine. Can you go get me the migraine wafers? the migraine wafers? In the shop going, oh, Tiff, <laughs> like, you need help. Come on, girlfriend. <laughs> so it happened at that time that a yeah. girlfriend of mine walked in and I said, do you want a job? And she said, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and that was my first employee and she worked Mondays for me in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. So I only had one day off. And yeah, that, that was your day. Oh, very weird. I was like, well, what do I do on my day off? I was <laughs> single, had a business, just had moved to Casuarina and yeah. um, lived in a share house for the first time and was enjoying that. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, when you're like, I was only 27. Yeah. Um, it was really weird. I was like, well, why do I need a day off? Like, <laughs> what do I do with my day? Did you did you try and like limit yourself from not thinking or doing any work? Like were you tempted um, to do like behind the scenes work? Look, looking back, I could have been much more organized in my time, but you just you know like no. you're still learning and I think I may yeah. have gone to the bank, maybe the bank on those days, but you know, yep. just literally had a bath laid in the sun yeah my friend Kato. we were roommates and now best friends and yeah you know, we would hang out and chill and that was pretty much it so um then I moved to two days off um Mondays and Tuesdays and that covered those for me and that was for a very long time yeah and then so yeah the I would say the employees came and went through that time but Nat yeah. kind of stayed strong through all of that it's like the first couple of years literally from opening to COVID I don't really remember much in between it was two years of just getting it done getting it done Um, yeah enjoying it you know learning how to buy learning how to do social media um I started actually shooting the clothes on myself with my girlfriend Soph yeah Um, yeah yeah Soph started working Sundays for store credit as well yeah yeah thank you so she started doing Sundays so I could have a day off because I started dating Al. So um, yes. yeah, so I'd go up to Brisbane and stay there Sunday, Monday and come back for a Tuesday. And yeah. yeah, that was my, that was my rotation. Literally I was in a love bubble with him. Yeah. Tell me about, let's, can we talk about that? Where did you meet? Yeah. Like Meeting what's Al? your little story there? Um, oh, It's funny because he's not very like romantic, I would say, and not very smushy, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way we met was really nice. We actually met eight years prior. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I was dating one of his mates, and we went out on um, a jet ski. Yeah, and Al and his friend Tice um, were on a jet ski with us as well. So we spent the day together, all of us on a jet ski, like zooming around the Gold Coast waters or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. Um, but I was on a date with someone else. Anyway, <laughs> eight years later, apparently he always had a crush on me. I'm claiming fame to that. Apparently yeah. since that day, he always had a crush on me. Yeah. And we both popped up on Bumble. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was on the dating app Bumble. It was like Easter Friday at Sofa Nick's house and Sofa made me a Bumble profile. <laughs> and my fur, I wrote fur. Is it Bumble that girls write first? I can't remember. Wouldn't know. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I wrote Hey Stranger. Yeah. Great one. And I think I literally wasn't even keen. I was like, okay, yeah, Hey Stranger. (laughs) I like awkward for both on the app. Like, hi. Hello. Um, And I think we started chatting on Instagram DMs. Yeah. And 
you know, he kept he kept sliding into my DMs, we're making some jokes, so like, <laughs> like just chat, just yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. was like, hey, I'm coming down to the coast this weekend. Should we catch up and have a drink? And I was like, yeah, it sounds good. Um, here's my number. Just yeah. typed it in Instagram and left it at that. Yeah. Anyway, Thursday, whenever it rolled around that we're having drinks, I'm thinking, okay, it's getting closer to six. Like, am I getting a phone call? Like, we're, like I think we'd arranged to meet somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, I got on the app and he's messaged saying, Tiff, I've been trying to call you. Can you try and phone me on this number? I'd given him the wrong phone number. Oh, no. So he's well, literally like- driven down from Brisbane. <laughs> organized to work from the Gold Coast the next day. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Here I'm sitting in the store like drowning in work and emails and like wasn't really feeling it anyway. Yeah. And I was like, I called him and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I've given you my wrong number. And he's like, well, are we still up for it? And I was like, oh, can we just rain check? Yeah. Oh. And so I accidentally, not really like being so focused on my job and career gave him. Yeah of hard to get and it paid off because he was a bit of a bloody ladies man anyway like the girls were throwing himself at him this girl came along and just threw him for six and he was yeah he was intrigued so it actually paid off for me I accidentally played hard to get yeah um and so it made him even more keen yeah um, then the next time I was like oh be. yeah we're meant to catch up today do you want to come to my house my roommate's cooking curry yeah <laughs> it's like no, I don't want to come down and have curry with me in your room. <laughs> and then another, like, kept chatting. The poor thing, this is over a few months. Um, yeah. And finally, what was our first date? Finally. I You got there. Out, man. Really hungover, and I agreed to go to Justin Lane for pizza with him. And I got really stupidly drunk the night before, and I was really, really hungover, and I may have had a few vomits in the back room at the store. <laughs> Went home, had a bath. Caitlin did my hair. And I was like, okay, I'll do this. I really feel like pizza's good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> up there. Um, and, yeah, the rest is history, like, literally so corny as it is. We had a I really love nice dinner. Yeah. He was often the fact that I was so hungover and not even caring. Oh, um, this is brilliant. And then, yeah, we actually, I drove because I was sober and um, we have mutual friends. Yeah. So he was actually catching up for a drink with them afterwards. And I was like, oh, well, I'll, I guess I'll just come with you. And, like, their mum and dad was there that I know it was really funny, really, like, relaxed, not yep. a first date vibe at all. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, yep. hey, you two are together. Look at that. That's fun. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm leaving. And they all looked at Al and looked at me. And I was like, well, oh, okay, do you want to come with me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of how it happened. I drove him home sober and, yeah, we spent the night together and yeah. I dropped him back next morning and went back to work and yeah that was on the Sunday I don't think I heard from him though until the Monday night yeah and yeah we just didn't stop chatting yeah I think I pulled him aside and was like hey what are we doing like what are we doing you're driving down here yeah are you in it I'm enjoying whatever this is and I was like what is this yeah yeah what is this thing what is this um and yeah I think it was on, on, I think he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm steady. Like I was like, well, I'm not seeing other people. Like, have you, you know, you got rid of the app, you're not dating anyone, just doing my cost check. Like, shut up. And um, yeah, that 
I still remember that. I think it was again over pizza. Pizza must be our love language. Oh, yeah, um, it must be. And yeah, I think maybe a month or so later, we're out having again Italian, and there's a theme here. And he <laughs> introduced me to his friend, and he was like, Hi, this is my friend Tiff. And I sat down on my chair. It was like, time and I was like, friend I was like right do you do this with all your friends (laughs) he knew it was like it had been like a good three four months of like solid dating yeah we're we're past the friends yeah I was like you've got seven minutes on the clock (laughs) (laughs) or maybe he said you've got seven minutes I can't remember what happened but he said would you what should I call you and I was like I don't know what would you like to call me and he was like girlfriend girlfriend isn't the word girlfriend just like shit though I don't know it sounds so degrading well I'm technically still his girlfriend yeah well same I'm not married either what's with all us women with no rings I'm still waiting for mine as well you haven't got yours I did get a push ring that I wear on this hand yeah oh Um, nice and Al bought that for me as like just before we had Ted which was I was sobbing it was so beautiful is the funniest thing is is he um he brought it home and he got it made and designed and beautiful. Oh. And he went, I got this for you because I wasn't sure if you'd be weird about not being engaged, having a baby, da, da, da. Yeah. He went, would you like it to be? Oh. I went, well, it can't be if you don't ask me the question. Yeah. Like, like are you well, doing like, this or are you not doing this? Yeah, I was like, oh, like, what, what do you mean? I was like, you've got to ask me the question. He was like, well, I just didn't know what you want. Like, what do you want it to be? And I was like, you have to ask me the question. Um, but he said he wants to do it with a diamond. Like, in his mind, yeah. he wants to propose with a diamond. So, yeah. you know, wherever that diamond might be going, um, it's like, oh, shit. He's like, well, you need to wear it on, can you wear it on that hand? And I was like, well, no, that's reserved for that question. <laughs> But anyway, it fits there perfectly, so it stays on there. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I use partner. Do you? Yeah, I use partner as well. It sounds a lot old. I don't know. When I say girlfriend, I feel like I'm 17. <laughs> like, yeah, especially when you've got a baby and you're in hospital and you're like, this is my girlfriend. Like, I don't just feel so weird. Like, oh, sounds... Having a different surname is just so. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm just, you know, the surrogate that carried him and birthed him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of how we started dating. Love and, it. Which then you let me know if you need to rein me in. Um, but then that <laughs> moved to why, why Brisbane store. Um, yeah, yeah. So and- where was where was this relationship in amongst of, like, Nick, like Nicku? Where, what time? How was the timing? Um. So Naku opened in February 2018 and I was 27 yeah. and I met Al in the, oh, July 14 was our first date. And yeah. um, so that was only a few months later and I had yeah. just recently come out of a, like a five-year relationship that ended in a cheating scandal on his behalf. He had a, yeah. another partner for a year that I didn't know about, oh, which that's geez. fun, right? Yeah. Shit. So that comes out to play needing therapy a few years later. Yeah. Um, you had a really bloody big year far out. <laughs> there was a lot. I just buried myself in work and it paid yeah. off, but it also paid off because of yeah. when I get stressed and I work. Yeah. It's a bad yeah. habit. Um, yeah, I think we were all quite good at that though. Yeah, yeah. It's fulfilling that. So yeah. anyway, that yeah, we dated for so that was like mid twenty eighteen. Yeah. Work had a beautiful, you know, life for a year 
year and a bit, maybe two years, um, we did long distance for. So Brisbane to Casla every weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. That had, like, looking back, it was nice. It was hard. Um, yeah. It was good to have space. It was good to go up to the city and do something different. Yeah. But it meant that my days off, I was up here yeah. and not with my friends. So, you know, yeah. just friends seeing them and my family when I was on the coast and in Casuarina. Mm. And then Sunday through Tuesday, I was in Brisbane. Yeah. And look, it worked in well. Some showings were in Brisbane, so I'd align them with those. Um, you know, I'd go to the bank up here and try and you know, bring my laptop and do work. But yeah. um, it's any long distance relationships are really yeah. easy. They're very, it keeps the excitement going for a longer period. Yeah, um, true. That's maybe, very true. Yeah, those little midweek Wednesday yeah. dinners don't exist, you know. Yeah. Um, and it puts a lot of pressure on what you're doing when you're together. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, nothing to report. I really, it's a blur. 2019 was a big, big blur of just working and living, I think. And yeah. Who I was as a, as a as a person, as a woman. Um, 28 is a weird age, right? Yeah. Kind of heading, heading towards 30. It's such an odd age. Yeah. Um, and what were you, yeah. like, thinking, like, future-wise? Did you have, like, these, like, grand plan ideas or just blow up for you? I think I was just in the trenches surviving yeah. and yeah. getting it done but I knew you know the business was good I was learning a lot there the relationship with Al was good I was learning a lot there yeah um I think Al and I had chats like yeah yeah you're good I'm good like this yeah this could last like this could be really good yeah um you know, obviously children start to pop in your mind I think one yeah. of your questions yeah yeah I wanted babies when I was a baby um I loved yeah. always babies. So it was the first of my friends to have a baby and I was very involved in the beginning with Poppy's yeah. little life. So that was yeah. a really nice introduction to what it actually looks like behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, helping her just even have a shower and wash her hair. Yeah. Um, and I wish, like, I, now that I've been a first-time mum, I could have helped in other ways. But you you realise, yeah, it's funny what you realise now after being in it yourself. You're like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. And even, like, so being like, hey, um, let's catch up. And I'll be like, yeah, can we go get coffee here though? Because like it's boring sitting at our home. Yeah. But oh, it's so much easier. Like yeah. getting a baby and like organising, like just little things like that. You just yeah. don't know. Like, you, you don't, know, do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that I was like, you know, Sophie just had Poppy. It's the same time that I opened the shop. So I was, you know, enjoying yeah friendships and family yeah. and going to the beach you know I lived a couple of hundred meters from Kassar and yeah it was a really funny nice time you know had friends yeah. at Taka, had friends at Geordie's and like yeah it was really nice um yeah and then yeah. COVID hit us like a ton of bricks yeah um, so um, what year was that again that was like 2020 yeah March right. 23 yes <laughs> you remember. remember so we tell us about that first overseas holiday and we went to japan oh, and yeah we went for nearly two weeks and that Knock was my that first one in holiday from naku like it was it was a big deal two weeks yeah. off i just hired some staff to cover they oh, actually elodie elodie pullen started working for me oh real yeah that christmas 2019 and yeah um, I met Chumpy and yeah, they're, they're so Oh my beautiful. god, shout out to them. Yeah, so yeah. Al worked for me over Christmas and yeah. she was the reason I could have a holiday. Um, yeah. So she worked together while I went, I was trying to think who else worked. Sorry if I've forgotten whoever worked for me. Um, <laughs> but, but it's um, it's just blame your mum brain and it's all I'm doing. Oh, it honestly. 
mm. and five years of yeah so yeah. I went there with Al and we had the best holiday together ever it was just so nice that's just so good that you snuck that in yeah and be together and yeah we had a lot of fun we had yeah. so many fun I think we like our tummies hurt from laughing the whole time and Aww. I think we fell more in love then and we were really like yeah this is this, this is, is, it. This, is this is us yeah yeah this is us this is cool we can have fun like it was good just to be together constantly for two weeks yeah you know, we so nice isn't it to get like those times where you're like together non-stop for a long time and you realize like yeah how cop Um, feeling it is yeah I've learned that I was better snowboarding until he got better and then um but he's really bad at directions so I was in charge of the itinerary (laughs) yeah we had so much fun together and when we were over there um Disneyland closed and then clothing oh. stores were closing and Zara wasn't open and <laughs> due to this COVID. And we were like, weird, haha, like, you know, uh-huh. in Australia, it's not going to come to us. Yeah. I think it just started to happen over there because I took sanitizer wipes to wipe down the plane chair. Yes. Yeah. I was doing it thinking, oh, this is so idiot. Like, I'm, <laughs> I must look silly. I must look really silly. And I think we did wear a mask on the plane possibly I can't really remember no maybe I can't remember anyway we wore one on the way home and I sanitized and took sanitizer everywhere we went and sanitized the chair because of COVID thinking oh yeah it's over there it's overseas you get it (laughs) yeah anyway that started to happen Disneyland closed this and we're like oh wow that's and then flights started to get to China right (gasps) so um and then to wherever else was getting cancelled on the flight board when we we're at the airport it was literally like blowing up in our face as we were oh watching. my god that's scary i think i can't remember what date we flew home but it was four days before they called the lockdown <gasps> shit you um, snuck home thank god for that yeah yeah, yeah. Like crazy really weird um so we were kind of i had a bit of warning of what that looked like knowing what was happening over there, over there. and seeing mm. The fact that Disneyland closed is just wild, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so when we got the shutdown notice, it was obviously panic across the board, but I really had to just focus in on what I could control. And yeah. the shop was about to turn 2018 three. Yeah. So I had a birthday party planned and I just did like an Instagram live for the cake and I was just concentrating yeah. on that. Yeah. And um, that was like day two or one of the lockdown. Um, yeah. And look, if I was saying it was easy, I would be lying. I think I did report to Instagram a few times in tears being yeah. like, that was not yeah. even 2020 was the hardest. I actually learnt a lot in business in 2020. I don't follow the rules well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously the COVID guidelines I did, but business rules not really. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I hate the word pivot, but I literally yeah. went, what can I do in this worst case scenario? How can yeah. I make it? in my you know my rules so yeah. I started drop shipping yeah so I reached out to all my brands first and foremost and said I yeah. owe you these invoices yeah would you take 10% off them if I paid in full can I yeah. pay half now half later yeah you know I just started to communicate with them and create a relationship yeah and build on that and be like hey I'm being completely transparent you're yeah. in this I'm yeah I want to pay you and get you money but I'm not quite sure when I can do that yeah um just and they all said yes they're all amazing yeah 
And then it kind of went on and on. I think it was a six-week lockdown straight up in Casuarina or like it wasn't called yeah. for that word. We didn't know how long would it no look one like. Knew, no one knew anything. It was wild, wasn't it? Like you just didn't even know yeah. what the, like, the future yeah. looked like. It was so weird. So I had friends coming over that were being made redundant, losing their jobs, oh, and I was oh, just right. grateful that I could control the store. Yeah. I think online was ticking over. I was doing click and collect and drop off. So yeah. I was just working out had friends. Um, who I spoke to daily, like triple yeah. times a day. Lauren, who runs the Borrowed Nursery, was a big yeah. um, approach in that time. We would talk multiple times a day to get us through, hey, have you heard this about? Because not yeah. only were we dealing with the stores and closure, we were dealing with two governments. So like New South Wales and Queensland, they closed the border. Yeah. So I, and you've got stores on either yeah. side. Well, yeah. not at that point. Oh, not at that point. Sorry. Yeah. I live in Brisbane. That's right, Alex. Yeah. And I live in Casuarina. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking, oh my God, what if I can't see my family? Oh my God, what if I can't see Al? Yeah. Um, so I was getting updates on what the border closure looked like. And then, you know, it's literally getting trickled through. Okay. No, you're allowed if you're a resident and you live yeah. within this bubble, you get this certain pass. And this is the link to the pass and just little things like that, that it's constantly like getting updated and they don't, Changes. they'll announce. I wouldn't even like yeah. would be sitting there refreshing being like okay what's the details yeah of who's allowed over this border closure <laughs> yeah or and we're like ha, oh, they're not going to close the border oh they did they did <laughs> very long time it was very inconvenient yeah I think I only 180 hours at that border waiting yeah. to get um so that happened you know the shop made enough money I think you know I went on to JobKeeper pay yourself yeah. a wage if you're a business owner yeah circumstances where I paid myself a salary that if I didn't pay myself a salary I wouldn't have been able to apply for that yeah um, so yeah I paid my bills and got me through yeah um, and then I think I asked for the landlord to de- deferment for rent yeah um and I think Origin and so like in energies were giving you longer terms. Like it was pretty yeah. simple at the expenses that I had then. It was just more mm. my brands, right? Yeah. And then we started cancelling orders because they didn't know what it looked like. They also had factories in China that had been shut down now for a few months, so they couldn't actually. Yeah. The ripple effect was real, wasn't it? Yeah, like, it was wild. It was yeah. really wild. It was really scary. So when they started cancelling orders, I'm thinking, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to worry about needing to pay for those. Yeah. So, then, But I still was selling things and people were asking for loungewear. So bring in yeah. the Bring in the loungewear. <laughs> The loungewear trend of 2020 that we all still have held on to, which is great. Oh, yeah, I love um, the lounge, loungewear trend. Oh, yeah, you and I wearing something like that. Too. Yeah. So I was like, okay, people want loungewear. They want home candles. They want incense. So this is where I was listening to the people and being like, okay, yeah. I'll bring that in. I'll, yeah. I'll source those um, products. So yeah. I actually started consignment and drop shipping. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what dropshipping are, yeah, say Ed bought this lip gloss from me, um, I would yeah. then go into the brand wholesale portal and buy yeah. it and, and they would ship it directly to you. So you so skips, skips the middleman. Skips the middleman. Um, well, essentially I'm the middleman, but I don't need to outlay any cost yeah. for buying that product and commit to a certain amount. Um, mm. And then you get to shop the entire range. Yeah. So one of them was Linen Social and I was able to have his entire website or my website, all products available. And yeah. then if you bought something, it drop shipped to you. Yeah. So, and then it meant that, you know, if it was a one-off or two-off, I didn't need to sit in the store all day and wait for the orders to come through. I would yeah. go 
in once a day for an hour or two from my own sanity and um, yeah, pack the orders and send them out. Yeah. So that's how I survived COVID negotiating with um, accounts. Wow. But like how stressful, like having to relearn everything and not have any like idea of what the future might hold. But that's where I've learned that I thrive. If you give me a problem, I like to solve it and there were no rules. I got to write the rules. Like I didn't have to follow what the rules or guidelines were. I kind of made it up and just asked questions and said, hey, does this work for you? Um, Yeah. And paid off. So that was really nice. Yeah. it kind of gave me a bit of a backbone in business to be like, hey, I know you're the, well, you feel like you're the little guy sometimes, but you can ask yeah. these bigger brands if you can change your terms or drop ship or. Yeah, it always pays to ask. Hey. It, might be. it always yeah, pays to open the conversation. A lot of people yeah. have fear around that, but it always yeah. usually does pay in some way. Yeah. So many times a day, say, so if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. Ask. Yeah. And there's, I think it's in the delivery, right? You can ask a really kind, nice, yeah. polite way. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be fierce. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. How you ask has a lot to do with. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. The, the delivery. The delivery. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very important. So that was 2020. And then we all came out for Christmas. I think the border. It was, was so, it's still- such a blur, isn't it? Like thinking back, I don't even remember the like, in and out of lockdowns and like. I think the border opened to certain states. Remember when you can only travel to certain states? So maybe yeah. was allowed into Queensland. I was able to move because I had my mum and dad's address still. So I could still see Al, which was good because that was looking like we'd spend six weeks apart, which I think he was secretly excited for. <laughs> I was like, I'll break the border. And um, I, I survived. So 2021 yeah. comes around. And um, Lauren, who owns the Borough Nursery, says, hey, I'm doing another store in Brisbane in this location. Yeah. Yeah. And we were joking prior to that. We're like, now is the time that you get success on other people's failures, so commercial places, right? No one was signing them. No one was, you know, looking to go into commercial. Everyone was getting out of leases. Getting out of it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. So a good deal we got. Um, the second store, yeah, kind of blossomed from Lauren coming up and showing me Cobble Place in Windsor yeah. and Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Al and I were having the discussions of, yeah, now what? what's next for what's us? What's next for you guys? Yeah. yeah. Who moves who? He was, he's a lawyer. Um, mm-hmm. He needs to be near the courts in the city, so he can't move to Casuarina. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why can't Al move? Yeah, and I'm like, mm. it's impossible, impossible. Yeah, that's and hard. His career is very important to me too. It yeah. really is. I yeah. love him, and he takes his career, and he, he through all of this, I should mention, was my biggest driver. He yeah. was my wife, how and you know, if I was ever you know concerned or he'd help me have conversations and guide them, and yeah, yeah he was my biggest. Driver, um, yeah. For all of this. And being nice. being a lawyer as well, did you like feel really safe as well with his opinions with what you're doing? Uh, and yeah, but I'm a very emotional person, and he's very black and white. Yeah, and logistics. So we we bump heads, right? So I yeah. take the emotive way, and he takes the logistics. So the logistic I, way. Yeah, but this is how I feel about, it. and he'd be like, "Yeah, that's not right." <laughs> so we bump yeah. heads in that regard, but yeah. it's good to have that side yes. of things. 
it's paid yeah. off. It yeah. has come to lend a helping hand. Yeah. In various aspects of the business. Yeah. Um, he actually specializes in estates and wills. Yeah. So right. it's not yeah. Yeah. For anything unless I pass away. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not like commercial or real estate or like anything good that would help. (laughs) Again, he's stepping stones that he's had throughout his career into learning. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it was the conversation of I I guess I have to move to Brisbane if we want to be together. Together. I was saying to him, if we have children, where do the children live? Yeah. Like who lives where? Yeah. That's kind of the conversation that we were having, having then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that rolled around, and um, I opened and moved to Brisbane in August, I think, and the shop opened in October. Yeah. Yeah, in twenty one, we weren't free. We all thought COVID was over, and it reared its ugly head. Low jokes. We <laughs> had its horrific. Like, weren't they down for six months or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah, everyone was kind of like twenty twenty one. We're getting our life back. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, I think I celebrated my thirtieth in the February and I had a big party and that was really yeah. fun. And then it was, yeah, it was hell for another yeah. six months. I would like to interrupt this episode for a quick word from our sponsor. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to ask you a question. Are you currently running a creative business or maybe you're even starting one? This could be anything from selling products to being a photographer, an influencer, a graphic designer, copywriter, maybe you're an event planner, virtual assistant, maybe you're a coach. Who knows? There's plenty more things you could be, but I would love you to know about Found Legal. If you haven't heard of it before, you can thank me later. This is definitely something that needs to be on your list to Google next. Riz from Found Legal is an absolute wizard. She sells the most incredible templates to cover your business and keep it legally legit. I have used Found Legal's templates in the past for my graphic design business and it does certainly make me feel a lot more safe and happy knowing that everything is legally legit in the background. It's as simple as purchasing, updating those documents with your details and start implementing them. If legal templates sound like something you need yesterday for your business, jump onto our website and even use the code EBBY to get 15% off her templates. And this is also a fantastic way to support this podcast if you also enjoy it as we get a little kickback too. Links are in the show notes if you would like to take a look. That was the lowest of low for me. Is for you, those... that was one of my questions. Like, as a business owner, what was your biggest low? Yeah, is I that, that, was, yeah, that was low. I remember, I remember my lowest of low. Um, oh, I could get really emotional about this. But, yeah, I remember yeah. it was the... It was a snap lockdowns. It was because yeah. I had two stores under two governments on the side of a border. Far out. I actually at one point I wasn't allowed to go to Casarina for six weeks. My own business you that can... I needed to work in, I wasn't allowed to enter. And I'm sure there was a lot of people yeah. that had the same Far out. impact. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't I think it was a full hard border closure for if you'd been in these areas in Brisbane, you weren't allowed to cross like the suburbs were popping up. It was so ridiculous looking it back. Was, yeah, you forget like but it's it because everything's gone back to normal genius. so much now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're free to move around. It was so litigated by governments that 
they didn't know what they were doing. I think that was the yeah. most frustrating part. Yeah. They actually yeah. didn't know because they have, we've never experienced this. They were making yeah. up rules based on who knows what, right? Yeah. yeah. What they yeah. thought was right. And mm. I don't think necessarily it was. Mm. Um, I don't want to get political, but there were some dumb yeah. decisions made that really affected a lot of business owners in particular and families and, you know, yeah. loved ones. Yeah. Um, so the lowest of low, I think, was probably number 11, 12, 21, whatever it was, lockdown yeah. in Brisbane. So yeah. Casa was in one permanently for like six weeks. Yeah. Um, but still selling online, still doing click and collect and yeah. deliveries. Brisbane, she approached it differently. It was in, out, in, out, in, out. <sighs> and that like tug of war was, it, it, that way wore me down more than mm. because you're, Am I going to store? Is the store open? I've got to yeah. update social media. You've got customers asking, are you opening? Are you closing? Like, there's yeah. so many moving parts. So, um, and you're probably dealing with your own, like, employees and they're probably, like, needing yeah. to know yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, one of my staff. Families. I've still got a very lovely relationship. She, every time, it was on a Saturday or Friday, she'd be like, Tiff. Every time I work, it's a lockdown that's caught at lunchtime. And the last one, she cried once a couple of times. And I was like, yeah. it's okay. Like, do you feel safe? Do you want to go home? Do you want to close up? Ellie, she was like, I'll stay until three. Yeah. I'll close up. She knew, the, she knew the drill. Close up, put a sign in the window, yeah. um, turn the lights off, turn the fridge off, clean the fridge out. Like, we just didn't know if it would be closed then for six weeks, for six hours, for yeah. six days. It was- that's so hard. So yeah. freaking hard. And, um. Yeah, that was, I think it was, I can't even remember. And I remember driving in the car and it was called over the radio and I just cried. Mm. And I think I cried for like hours and hours nonstop. And Ellen and I decided to go to the Gold Coast to just huddle with family for the weekend. And yeah. I actually called Lifeline and I would say that was yeah. one of the lowest points. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't suicidal, I would say. But what I was done is I'd spent, you know, relying on Al, relying on my family, relying on my yeah. friends. They all had their own things that they were going through. Yeah. I'd exhausted those communication channels. Um yeah. and I just Far wanted enough. someone to listen to me and for me to talk to and get an outsider's opinion in it. It was Look a really that. low point. Yeah. I, um, I just couldn't see it was like this heavy dark black cloud over your head and you you felt foggy. You could not see a way through. I yeah. could not see a way through. And it, you know, like it wasn't a suicidal thought as such. It was just like, hey, yeah. I would like to go to wake up when this is done because yeah. this is hard and I don't know what it looks like to get Absolutely this. exhausting. Yeah. It was exhausting. I'd hit rock bottom and I think yeah. I sat in the bathroom chatting to this lady for hours something. Oh, well. <laughs> How that brilliant was- that we've got that though. Like that's so good of you to like just do that. That's like, just so I was good. I calling that number, but if you ever – like calling Lifeline isn't, yeah, or calling any helplines, I wouldn't say is admitting defeat. Like no. it was beautiful. She was yeah. lovely. And we didn't even need to chat. Like it's just a conversation like you and I are having. Yeah, just debriefing and then offloading everything. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice and we chatted, for, yeah, like I said, for a few hours and yeah, I came out of it feeling a bit lighter. Yeah. Well, I think um, when you like offload that sort of stuff to people you know, family, friends, you almost have a sense of guilt because you're like, I don't, don't want you to carry this for me. I don't want you to feel bad for me. Whereas if you don't know the person, it's just you. Yeah. You leave the guilt behind. Yeah, and you can be really honest. Yeah. 
hurting fear of judgment and fear of judgment yeah also like you know Al was obviously scared it's my career and my business and Mm. that's scary for your partner too like if they say wrong is ending like you're a bit like oh god what does that mean what does that look like for us yeah so I can't really remember that date but it was around yeah the end of lockdowns um so yeah that was I would say the lowest of lows just trying to survive through that really made me a lot more resilient and stronger as yeah. a business owner. Yeah. So oh, you pay wow. off in that regard. But, yeah, I don't think a lot of that needed to happen. No. I definitely lost out on a lot of business yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. No, I feel like going back in time giving you a big hug. <laughs> oh, look, there was a lot of thank you. There was a yeah. lot of people giving me cuddles and checking in and, you yeah. know, my best there through it all and yeah they just got uh, they didn't get sick of hearing me but I think you know yeah yeah they I'd, I'd exhausted there and like mm. I said they were going through their own issues with their jobs and their bosses doing weird things and deciding mm. different you know one of them still had to go in the office every day and mm. she didn't didn't appreciate that didn't feel safe you know one was separated from her family and she had young children and yeah. you know so separated from her family and yeah, I um, it it was a really yucky, yucky time. Yeah, um, and, and it's one of those. It's one of those things, though. Now, like it's it feels distant already because everything's so back to normal. Yet it's kind of like, it was, oh it yeah, like that happened, years. and now it's just like, yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah, oh, you know. whatever. Yeah, but I it's definitely ingrained in my mind. I'm yeah. very grateful that I survived through that, and I'm very yeah. Grateful. Well done to live through that and don't worry at home Al and I had lots of fun we had lots of lock-in parties just yeah. him and I we cooked all weekend and yeah um, we really allocated amount of friends that would come over and we really yeah. soaked that up yeah but I definitely held a lot of like poor me I'm a victim mentality yeah. to the business and being yeah. like hey this sucks this yeah. sucks a lot for me. yeah and I could you know I tried to space it out and distance myself from hey home life is really cool and fun you'd crack a drink at two o'clock on a friday yeah. or yeah like do play board games or you do all your funny covid workouts and like you know yeah really oh, all the time you forget about all this stuff yeah yeah like the, the, i love that like <laughs> yeah I, and I love doing my online workouts and chatting online like thank god for instagram and thank social media God. yeah i think they're like People were doing like, oh, I think Sophie and Nick were doing like cooking, online cooking. I convinced Al to do like an online cooking thing and yeah, we got yeah. together and posted it and that was fun. Yeah. Um, so I really tried to make the most of at home, but at the same time work was really up in the air and I yeah. did not know where, where to from there. Yeah. And then we slowly reopened. We opened for Christmas um, and, yeah, that was two really weird, horrible years of surviving. Yeah. And you felt like you couldn't grow your business because you didn't know what you were You didn't even know what. There was no forward planning. Yeah. There was no reporting. There was no forward planning. There was no projecting. Nobody knew what the heck was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then it all opened up and I guess what we moved into 2022. Yeah. Life was looking normal and um, coming through. And Al and I were chatting. We're like, hey, um, you know, we want – we want children. Yeah. How, what does that look like? And I was saying, I don't think I'm ready. And I was like, okay, yeah. well, 
I actually have quite bad endometriosis. And Dude, yeah. I um, I had polyps or something that I need to get checked and yeah. little things like that. So I went in and got my blood. Is it a blood test that you can get your egg count done or like your, your levels? Yeah, yeah. I think it is a blood test. Yeah. And I had a low egg count. Yeah. Um, I can't and I went, okay, well, you know, that's a little bit concerning. I had a bit of a cry and I went, well, can we look at freezing mm. um, eggs and doing IVF and just mm. popping them on ice? Let's yep. pop some babies on ice. Yeah. Just because they're good and ready to go. And I had an amazing um, obstetrician at the time. And yeah. Yeah. So we went down that, that route and we were, um, Al got tested, I got tested. Yeah. And it actually came out that we weren't going to be able to conceive naturally. Really? That we would have a 1% chance of <gasps> conceiving naturally. Oh, no way. Without sperm in my eggs. and Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So we went home and grieved. Oh, um, wow. That would have been really heavy. Heavy it news. Was heavy. But I just went, okay, well, then that's fine. That's obviously the decision. Done. We're doing IVF. Like, that's yeah. going to be our story and that's fine. But, yeah, um, yeah, Al took it really hard. Really, really hard because that's a male's job. You work and you make babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's what I've got to give. Yeah. Um, so it was hard for him to work through that. Um, yeah, so- and especially coming out of the hard times of obviously COVID and stuff as well. You were already feeling all yeah. the feels and another yeah. another bomb, right. another bomb, yeah, another truth bomb. I think that's where yeah. I, I can't find. Then how do we approach it? We do how, Yeah, yeah. IVF. Um, went down that yeah started whatever the processes were for that I think blood test from him blood test from me we checked all the chromosomes did all of that and then we said yep next cycle let's retrieve your eggs so um, in between that we were being told that you can't have babies naturally so we stopped using protection any kind of protection I'd come off the pill like a few a year earlier yeah and we, I still remember the shag and it was a good shag and that's how Ted was born or made, sorry, that's how Ted was made. Um, <laughs> and I was meant to start, I think this cycle, the following, must have been the following fortnight. Yeah. And they call you, like you go into this holding pattern of being like you go in and get your um, needles and injections and you pay the amount for that, whatever. That, I think it was like five grand or ten grand. It was a lot of money. Oh, wow. Um, and they call you on the Monday. Has your period come yet? No. That's okay. These things happen. And I was like to the clock always. Like, oh, my like, God. Day, like, I'm stressed and anxious that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> so much pressure on having a big, beautiful period so you can start injecting and getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The next day they call me again. Anything? No, no. I've got some funny, funny pains so I think it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Just relax and don't think about it. Don't <laughs> think about it. That's all I can think about. I'm literally taking a week off thinking I'm injecting myself having these mad hormone hormonal rushes because I was yeah. very hormonal and very emotional. So I was like, I can't be at work. So yeah. I have all the else to cover. And, yeah. You know, I'm sitting here waiting to do this. Yeah, yeah. Third day, fourth day, I was like, okay, I'll go to Pilates. And the, she was like, what do you want to get out of this class? And I was like, can you will on my period? I need my period. <laughs> And then I went to the shops after and a girlfriend was like, Tiff, go and buy a pregnancy test. And so I bought a pregnancy test, took it home, peed on it, and it was positive. Stop it. So. Did you flip? Yeah, like I remember sitting on, and like that Kim emoji, I went, <laughs> crying, laughing, looking around the room being like, 
What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm what? I was like, what? No. And then I was like, Were you alone? Oh, it was Alex. No, no, no. I was at home alone. I was like, yeah. I was not ready. I was not ready. He's told me he's not ready. Like, oh, is he shit. Gonna hate he said he's not ready. Are we are we ready? Am I ready? Oh, you're There's gonna a baby. Have to be ready. Like, oh, no, we're not going back now. Like the whole IVF felt good. Like you pop yeah. it on ice, yeah. you go the day that you're ready to if that was to be the cycle. <laughs> well, no. Um Oh, what a story. So I I think I just cut laps around the house. I didn't tell anyone because I was How was your heart? Laps. Did you get the oh, oh, I was God. just smiling, laughing, crying, freaking. <laughs> It was the It really is thing. like all the emotions in one hit. It's like everything you can feel at once, isn't it? Like oh, it's like the highest drug you've ever had. It was yeah. honestly wild. And all oh. I wanted to do was call him and I was like, I'm not calling him at work. I was yeah. like, and I was thinking, this is the last day of his life. That he <laughs> not know this, right? Because once I tell him, it can't be untold. And I was like, I'll give him till five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so I, think I went and bought him whiskey he drinks whiskey so I went and bought him a bottle of whiskey and a delivery had arrived so I put like a whiskey and I was like do you want a drink as soon as he walked in the house yeah he was like yeah okay sure and I was like okay here's a whiskey and I was like oh that delivery arrived for you and inside I'd put the pregnancy oh test God. like a piece of paper saying surprise oh, yeah and he opened the box and he thought it was a pen or something and flicked it to the side and then he was like and I was like backed up in the kitchen again, like freaking <laughs> out. And he went, Oh my God, how? How? Oh. You're pregnant? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, How? He's like, Are you sure? I was like, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I think I am. I don't know. <laughs> it says I am. Yeah. And then we did another one together. And um, oh, I did my goodness. Paul's obviously all my best friends. Yeah. And I was shook as much as we were. Um, the test was oh. still there. Wow. Yeah, that was- it was just meant to be. Ted yep. just really wanted to be Ted here. Ted needed to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was our 1% or 2% miracle. Um, oh, bless. And it was really nice to be now. Like, hey, mate, don't worry. You're shooting well. You're shooting really yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Oh. So, um, yeah, and I called the girls and was obviously like, hey, won't be needing IVF. Thank you for all your oh. your help. But we've gone and done it. And they're like, oh, did we scare you off that much? So, <laughs> Yeah, it was really nice. It was a beautiful. I got the yeah. surprise that I always wanted to have, and the shock and the fear all the, at once. Oh, how amazing! Yeah, how really lucky! Nice. Yeah, that is just the best story. Yeah. 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 So then you would have had to also switch into like, okay, nine months time. What am I like? What's that going to look like work wise? I didn't even get a chance to. I think because we were talking about babies, it was a very nice open conversation with my yeah. staff. They knew I was. They knew you wanted baby. Then your yeah. baby would be on the horizon within the year or yeah. so. So that was that was kind of good. And then everyone, I could act a bit weird around them saying I'm doing IVF. You know, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Hormone or whatever. So yeah, yeah. Good, and they were all asking. You know, I was like, oh. They're going to ask how egg or the injections going. And I just was like, oh, my hormones are out of balance. We're waiting for the next round. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, I'm very open. I tell yeah. everyone everything. So, you know, yeah, customers, yeah. Are asking, customers yeah. who are friends. Yeah. Like, we're waiting for lol. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, when, um, you know, you do your typical GP, like, where do you start? Mm. You know, it's so 
back now. I'm like, what do I do first? What happens? Yeah. I'll go, what do we do next? And I was like, well, we wait nine months. <laughs> <laughs> it's such That's a weird feeling, like, isn't it? You're like, okay. Like, yeah. You're like, okay, what do I do? What, what, what check boxes do I tick? And yeah. it's like, no, no, you wait. Yeah. You wait until all clear. You get that 13 week scan and then you can yeah. start telling everyone. And Yeah, yeah. So I, um, it's really funny. I went to my GP and I was obviously by that time, I think when we found out I was four weeks pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. I was sick. I was sick. sick. That's right. Yes. This is the start of the, yeah. Yeah. The shit show, hey? You think a girl could get a rest after. Yeah. Far out, children. Beginning of that year, I had six months of fever. Yeah. Spent all of that first beginning of the year in bed um with glandular fever too so I've had a rough year of sickness gosh I'd learned how to surrender yeah taught me how to surrender yeah and just do what you can and slow it down and then I fell pregnant in so we must have conceived in September yeah I was sick and my GP said to me you're too early to be feeling sick so I didn't go yeah four weeks four weeks is pretty early to feel sick yeah yeah made sense right so yeah I mean I obviously had hyperemesis which is yeah Yeah. I vomited the whole way through whole way through um and it wasn't even the vomiting it was the food aversion that was the hardest part so you get really hungry and you need to eat but you cannot think of one food in the world that you want to eat or that would like make you gag or vomit Um, yeah gag and vomit all day and and feel nauseous and just be lethargic and gross yeah Um, it was really hard I still had to work I had to be in the store I had a vomit Mm. bag in the car I had a vomit bag at the store and were you still trying to keep this a secret from anybody like obviously that Um, was so hard being so sick I was very like they knew yeah early on I, I was like hey if you're going to come through in the high you'll know if you know there's a miscarriage or something wrong like we're very yeah. I decided very early on that I would tell everyone and tell everyone whichever way because yeah. I like yeah. support. Like Me too. Yeah. Um, I'll tell them if anything was to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I needed to know that they needed to know I wasn't severely hungover and drinking in the shop. That's why I was vomiting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> At one point I ran out of the store and had to vomit in the garden in the front. Oh, and no. Ash was applied his and his sister was standing there sorry and they're like god you poor thing like you're right but like yeah it's a very public sickness you know there's no hiding <laughs> yeah hiding it when you're not sick so yeah. I wanted people to know <laughs> yeah um, yeah so yeah it was a lot of time especially over Christmas trying to work um and be sick and yeah. grow and still have a life but it was not a nice time yeah. I'd come home at four o'clock and go into like get into bed and nighttime was the worst for me. It's, I don't know. I don't call it yeah. morning. No, it was just sickness. Yeah. And I would, um, yeah, vomit through till 10 o'clock, like vomit nonstop for that long um, and maybe try and eat a bit of dinner and then it would oh. come up. So, yeah, I lived on medication, which yeah. then means I live on Coloxal and other medication. There's other downsides. Yeah. yeah. And how did you yeah. feel about all of that with growing a baby in general? Like, I hated pregnancy. Like, yeah. I don't think everyone you don't have to like it. Yeah, it was, no. It was, the pregnancy was sickness to growing a baby for me. I separated the two. I had, like, this illness. Yeah. Then I had this beautiful moment of some time, you know, I had these beautiful yeah. moments 
a baby in there. That's yeah. Got videos of that being like, there is a baby in there. That's I know. Yeah. Um, And then the illness for me was very physical and separate. Separate. Yeah. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. You could separate that. Depression or depression during. There was definitely some low moments during, but yeah. Yeah. Sickness. Yeah. If you're good at hangovers, it doesn't really play. I thought I was good at hangovers, but yeah. Oh man. Pregnancy sickness is next level. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I didn't have like I mean, I was sick and like I say that with like bunny ears because like I was just that classic first trimester felt like shit. But you remember how bad that was, like yeah, I mean it was so shit at the time. All I could yeah. think about was like, how could you ever? Because like, I mean, I feel lucky that I'm self-employed. I work from home and um, live a quite simple life, I guess. But like, I kept thinking about how do people do this? Have a job to go to, keep it secret from people, and then think about like, what if you have to do this the second time and you've already got a toddler running around having to look oh, after man. somebody else? I like, didn't go there because I was already yeah. Yeah, but- like I could not stop thinking about that. Let alone like I. And then you feel bad because you're like, oh, I'm going to have to suck this up because girls are doing this with toddlers or women yeah. aren't. And it's like, no, it's all relative to you and your space. Like, yeah, you're allowed yeah. To yeah. You're allowed to be sick and call in sick and not not show up to those mm. events. You know, I stand on so many fun events um, mm. and fun things. And it's funny, I think someone recently described it. I don't know if it was so full or okay. Like a girlfriend of mine that was sick through pregnancy and she said, mm. You are literally at these events just thinking about what you're going to say next so that it doesn't sound silly and it sounds like you're engaging, but you're not there. You're not, you're present, not there. present in anything yeah. um, or in any conversations because I was trying not to vomit. Yeah, you're concentrating to, on just surviving. Trying to concentrate and be involved in and also come up with something positive and, and yeah. fulfilling. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a really hard time. Work kind of then got put on the back burner. Yeah. Um, and and did you feel comfortable in who like you had working for you at the time in terms of like yeah, that show running on its own and yeah. yeah. So Castle was running on its own. I had a great team down there and um obviously was searching for a store manager. I think I did that towards the end of the pregnancy. Yeah. So obviously cover and cover both. Um yeah. but I had the husband. I think I was only four days in store and I kinda upped what I needed so I just needed to kind of hold my breath and be in store for four days and yeah you know it's basically like you're so sore and tired in the beginning and throughout the whole pregnancy that I'm packing back boxes and mm. you know, steaming and hanging and even taking customers to the fitting room I was like okay come on yeah. get it done yeah, okay and then you're gonna take you know one thing at a time just focus yeah. on yeah and work was sometimes better for me because you're not concentrating on being sick all day I would yeah. get to four o'clock three or four o'clock and be like there you go, you've survived. There were some really hard moments in there, but you've got to, you've, another day yeah. done. You know, yeah. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Whereas being at home all day, feeling sick and thinking only about the sickness was um, mm. Yeah. Oh. I think I watched the whole, all the series of The Handsmaid Tale, which is <laughs> such a weird show. My girlfriend's like, it's such a weird show to watch when you're pregnant. But I loved it. That got me through my entire pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was pregnancy for me. It wasn't fun. It kind of got better towards the end when I was a bit bigger and I had a big belly to show off. So, and that really, I yeah, loved that. yeah, I love that part of it. I love watching my body grow and yeah. 
trying to find clothes that fit and style yeah. and yeah, yeah. shoes on. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I put a shoe on. We took that for granted, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. You don't realize. I remember like pre-pregnancy thinking, like, what are these women talking about? Like, like it's just a yeah. belly. Like, surely you can touch toes. No, Whoa. you cannot. Oh. That area goes missing for a while. <laughs> I think I saw from here that like could touch from here down for a very long time. Um, so I, you know, there was a couple of hospital visits. I think I yeah. brought on L around then, my marketing manager. I had my store manager down in Casuarina in training. So, you know, I had a lot of people that were relying on me, but then I could rely on them. So yeah. one yeah. morning I remember L was coming to the store and I had checked myself into hospital at like, I didn't sleep. I was so sick. I was yeah. actually away on like a party boxing. It was mm. three or four a.m. and I drove myself to the hospital and said, "You know, help me, give me some fluids." And yeah, I was pretty sick. Got some fluids. I'd actually lost weight. The baby is yeah. fine, but I'd lost weight. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. My part, and then I just checked. It was like six a.m. and I was in the hospital. And I was like, I don't think I can come to work today. <laughs> uh, and I did. I actually went home and slept because I yeah. was really. But yeah, there was a few hospital trips, a few, you know, um, yeah, I just can't do it moments. Yeah. And that's fine. You've got to learn to call on other people in those times, I think. Yeah. Surrender. Which is where the surrender came to play. So Yeah. Yeah. I um are we yeah, are we moving through from there? So Yeah, you're doing a fabulous job. This is great. We're getting we're getting to and we didn't find out what gender we were having yeah. on us. So um having Ted yeah yeah I can't remember what we're calling it yeah yeah did you have names did you have names planned out the names happened really nice um every every single time we saw our grandparents we were really lucky at the time we had all eight grandparents great we're now great grandparents so yeah yeah both got both sides of our mum and dads they're both together and our grandparents are still together so we've got a very nice amazing clean family tree which is yeah. really easy lucky. yeah yeah very grateful for that yeah, so it's really you. nice to have I was like oh I want all the great grandparents together with Ted like that's the one photo, photo. so one grandparents haven't met him yet which is yeah. hard due to sickness and they're still down in Lithgow but um yeah hopefully yeah Christmas. Um, yeah 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 but yeah there was a lot of that and coming to the end of his you know end of pregnancy gestation getting thrown around and we came up with um two girls names and two boys names that we really loved and yeah uh, yeah we were going into that with whatever whatever they look like we just yeah didn't sell like we, who knows what they're gonna look like and what yeah um and I had a store manager that I'd trained for about eight or nine months in Casuarina yeah and then I had sort of a another supervisor in Brisbane who's still with me right she has been my backbone at the store yeah she um yeah she upheld the Brizzy store and then I've got my marketing manager L so I had a nice setup I yeah. thought I'd cross all, all the T's on all the I's right did I, you did you like plan to have like a maternity leave did you how did you like um, approach that I kind of reached out to a few other business owners that had had babies. Um, I think Eleanor Pendleton and Soph and yeah, we had really good discussions of what maternity leave looked like for them and what they would change second time around. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who else I asked. I, I definitely did my research. Yeah. And I went to 
things right yeah because it's hard as a business owner because there's no like it's like all up to you and you you choose one thing that I definitely made sure that the stars aligned at the right time I had a fabulous bookkeeper when I started and she got really off and did her own thing and she called me like Mm. six weeks out and said hi and I was like are you calling me because you're coming back on board you have time for me and I went oh yay all the good karma has paid off yay all the nice (laughs) things I've ever done has come back to like yeah reward me so yeah yeah but the the best thing about her is in business having a really good bookkeeper yeah I could trust her we actually set it up that she could actually access the bank account so I would make the payments I would make the she would do the payroll, but I do all the other supplier payments. And it's yeah. there's a lot of money moving through weekly. Yeah. And she puts really good um, procedures in place and we only make payments once a week. Yeah. We only payroll once a week. So do, do it together. Yeah. Whereas I was paying payments every different day depending on how much money I had. And yeah. cash flow is a tricky, tricky yeah. play. Especially with retail. Money. Like I've oh. always thought about that, how yeah. tricky that one must be. It's the constant and it's the yeah. same with all similar um boutiques we all say cash flow in any business is the hardest yeah learning there's no right or wrong way it's just a, a good management system and yeah lauren keeper was it yeah so she came on board and that was a big implement that i um put into place to be yeah. allowing to have space for ted to know that things were getting paid yeah she came on early and I introduced her to all the girls so it was like hey girls you're advising Lauren what's due yeah um what's most important to get paid what matters what doesn't matter yeah um, going from there yeah and so it was so nice to have her on board um and I knew that the accounts and the payroll would be sorted so that mm-hmm. was one big job that big was job. Off. off your plate and I could literally I tried to make everything you know, have a system, have a process, and then I could just get a review and say, good to go. Yeah. So, you know, we've got an Excel spreadsheet every week that she updates. These are the payments I'm making this week. This is what money's coming in. This is what money's going out. Good to go, yeah. good to go. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So that was a big thing. Um, I would have loved to set more boundaries with our families. <laughs> I yeah. tried. Yeah. I, I think, tried. yeah. We, Abby. we did Abby's um Yeah. Yeah, um, which has more on the cesarean part. Um, yeah, Yo, I was the same as you. I did the same thing and then ended up. Well, with I took away thing. from that is you can have your own music, and I'm glad I paid Abby yes. for that because yes, yes. this is me as well. Uh, I took away from your course, Abby. Yeah, <laughs> was hey, you can ask to have your music on because I didn't offer that. No, and then, and yeah. I knew. I was walking with my phone like, where do I plug it in? Where's the sound <laughs> Um and. You know, I did that with Abby. We tried to, we wrote a text, which Abby um, advised, write a text for the arrival of um, baby and this is what you're allowed because we were stressing about visiting. My mum literally wanted to be there if I was pushing baby out. His mum probably would have been there. Yeah. Dads didn't care too much, but mum wanted to be there the minute he was born and I love my mum so much. But I don't know, Al and I in our relationship um, are very private and a really good team like when we're together we're a really good team if there's any outside noise it kind of breaks that down a little bit yeah yeah we've done this together yeah I can relate to that yeah 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 so if any mums or mums in law it just would break down that little yeah your little yeah 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 yeah. 
Yeah. And so, you know, it was coming up to the end. The stores were set. I was slowing down. The girls were telling me to get lost. I was just, <laughs> I was organizing the house over and over and over again, pulling wallpaper off there. I was doing my head in. And Ted actually went over. So we were, yeah. 40 weeks on the Monday, his due date, or was it the Sunday? And I said, Dal, I need to get in the ocean. Like, take me down. I need to yeah. clear out clear. heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And like, sure, like, I don't want to, what if you go into labour? And I was like, honey, it's not happening in an hour. <laughs> yeah. Get me to the ocean. It's so yeah. aggressive, isn't it? Like, that week you're overdue, you just, like, don't, you, like, no one, no one mess with me. I will bite your head off. I was getting texts from family being like, go on, get on with it. Yeah. Like like we were doing something wrong. And yeah. My friend just went through this. And it's the hardest part. Everyone's like, any news yet? You've gone quiet. <sighs> and like you're, you're like, I've gone quiet because I can't get off the couch. I'm so big and heavy. Yeah. And were you still feeling sick? How are you, how are you feeling in that way? I was still sick, yeah. I, I had my beautiful baby shower and vomit all that night a girlfriend stayed over <laughs> she's pregnant too and she was yeah. literally like wild to see I'm like I'm glad you're seeing this in person I had <laughs> through my whole pregnancy I'm still gonna I should go get it it's a Halloween one dollar bucket from yeah Coles or yeah yeah orange one that was my vomit cup <laughs> and I would fill that up every night and people were like no you didn't I was like I would fill it up every night no and oh wow getting yourself a little vomit bucket pays off because yeah. <laughs> on the couch I could just cuddle it and like, I don't think I'm in the toilet I don't I don't I don't understand that yeah being near a toilet make me sick makes like, you I sick running I didn't mean I could had to run I would just hold it hold your bucket it yeah so um <laughs> yeah that carried around with me all the way through to the last day and did you say you've still got it you've kept the kept the spew bucket I can play with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was sick. I was still sick. Look, I think I got better at managing it. The inversion had stopped a bit so I could eat. Yeah. I get better at managing it. You take a medication. You don't try and be a hero. Um, yeah. And I think you have to slow down. So yeah. the sicker you are, the more tired you get, the more tired you are, the sicker you get. So it's this really bad um, cycle. Down the spiral. Yeah. So I was resting more. Yeah. Work had kind of cleared up and I was just tapping away um and so we went to the beach had a swim met up with friends that was beautiful and then Monday came around and um yeah we still weren't engaged we had been two weeks earlier we were looking really yeah. good babies engaged beautiful position and it appeared that he baby had popped out uh, and yeah and moved so yeah. it was not facing Ted what are you doing boy what are you doing? Oh, it makes sense now, right? Yeah. Um, he's big boy. He's big boy. <laughs> he was not coming out. Um, and, yeah, I don't want to turn this into an incidental birth story, but I think I've been yeah, reminiscing yeah. a lot of Ted's turning one in three weeks today, which we just figured out. So Yeah. Did you do you keep looking back at, like, what, what yeah. you were doing last year? Because I'm yeah. doing that at the moment. I'm like, oh. Yeah, and your memories pop up and you're like, oh, my God. Goodness. Goodness. Who was I then? Like, who was that person? Yeah, it's it's weird about that. Yeah, it's weird though to like think because this time last year they were still in our bellies, but like looking at them right now, they look like such established little people. (laughs) Like, how did that? How how did that happen? 
I hate that when people are like, how is my baby this? And you're like, well, we I know how. We know how. such a thief. I know. I love yeah. that saying. Time is such a thief. And sometimes you have like time to go quickly when you're in grief or in a really yeah. hard space. But yeah. when you have little people that are like versions of you, you're just like, oh. Slow it down. Slow I it down. Up and screenshot this memory and bring yeah. this memory and replay it. And yeah, um, I think that's why it's in their face so much. But it's just like you I want know. to remember that you so do. Yeah, you and know, like, so much happens in a year. They walk, they talk, they eat, they grow teeth. Like in a year, and they grow personality and, and like they're just oh. like, and then you live for eighty years. Like, but in yeah. that one year, you do all of those things. Those really things. It's it's so like, use your hands uh, and grab and catch and yeah and just like learn have like even just the bond you create with them like they learn to like not that they learn they already knew like that you're their mum but like you see it oh, more I, like you see I, them I, love yes. you more and it's yeah. just like oh my heart I remember thinking because he loves um our the grandmas obviously so much but I was like does he yeah. not learn the mum like I'm <laughs> sorry at some point being like he knows I'm the mum right yeah. <laughs> now it's like you know he knows you know but yeah I had worry of like yeah he's he like he spends too much time with them or loves them too much no you yeah know. no, no. They know. he knows his mum yes yeah um, but yeah sorry yeah, that's, that's why I'm reminiscing yeah. on the um of pregnancy because why not yeah this time a year ago so mm. um yeah Ted wasn't engaged we had a frank conversation with my obstetrician and I went look what would you do like yeah you know he was gonna let me go over and I was doing my head in everyone else's head head in yeah. and um you know it was hard for Al he was working up right up until and yeah. he's gonna take time off from the minute Ted was here while the baby was here so it was hard he was doing his own head in he's like I just want to have a baby yeah I just really and I was like same I really yeah. want to have a baby yeah and, um we booked the cesarean in for like the following, he did it on Thursdays or Fridays or, and then yeah. it just started at the hospital in the room and I love yeah. And then I called, I think we went home and I said, what are we doing? If we're yeah. going to do a cesarean, let's just get it done. Yeah. You know? And was there um, a reason why you chose cesarean over induction or is that just because he wasn't engaged? I asked him, I said, yeah. could I get induced? And he said, look, I don't think, like, you actually look like you're only 13 weeks pregnant. You're not softening. Your cervix hasn't moved. And it must yeah. be the way that my um, cervix sits yeah. and my uterus sits and it wasn't softening and Ted had popped back out. Like, we were engaged and it's very yeah. rare for them out of that to engagement. come back out. Yeah, yeah. Because at the time I asked him, I was like, oh, my worst fears have been, like, this is amazing. I've, I've engaged a baby. That's really cool. Like, maybe I can have a natural birth. Yeah. Um, and I said, what are the chances of him coming out? And my doctor said, like, 2%. <gasps> well, what was that 2%? Well, he was he, the 2%. He so. was already, yeah. <laughs> um, and so he did pop up and rotate and, you know, it was yeah. looking like he was a bit rotated and it wasn't going to be a pretty labour. He said it's going to be 36 hours <gasps> guaranteed because of him having spun around. And yeah. I went, I don't know if I really want that. Is that even worth it, like, the whole point is to have him safe in here, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I kind of went into that and I was very, again, I'm very emotional. Like I want to, you know, I've done the work and I'm yeah. sitting at home with music. I'm bouncing on the ball. I'm yeah. Burning, you know, yes. I'm, drinking, I'm drinking the tea. I'm, I'm trying to get the oxytocin flowing. Yeah. 
No, I took it, but then Al, this is where he's great for me that um, he's logistic and very solutions factual based and went, yeah. well, these so are the we options. Yeah. And I had yeah. hours of grieving and I grieved, I cried and went, you know, yeah. missing out on that. And I called them and said, okay, well, Al and I have discuss- discussed, like, if we're going to do this, let's just do this. Let's not yeah. push it out for 10 more days. Which yeah. The end, like you'll know if you know, you know, yeah, 10, day, 10 days is like 10 years. Oh, yeah, but now, like 10 days, you're like, How did that happen? That went so quickly. Where did, yeah. where did that go? Yeah, where did that go? Like, I feel like it's Friday every day in my house because I'm like, yes. It's just like the, the weeks just click over. What, what do I remember from the week, um, yeah, yeah but in a pregnancy, if your first pregnancy, yeah, it's 10 years, yeah, um, and I called them back and they're beautiful receptionists. I love those girls. Yeah. It was, um, he, they said, sorry to be a pain. Can we make it Thursday this week? And it gave them two days. And they were like, oh, dear. And I was like, come on for me. Like, I'm, you know, you like, no, I'm your favorite. And they called <laughs> back and does, does 12 o'clock on Thursday work? And I was like, Al, come in here. I was like, do you want to have a baby on Thursday? And I was like, what's that date? I was like, the ninth. Damn, I don't really love that number. But yeah. yeah How weird is it? You get all hung up about the numbers as well. Yeah, the numbers. I still don't like it, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, nine, not, not ten. June 6th, <laughs> my favourite number. So at least I got that. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was the Thursday. And then the, the next best thing happened. Al and I decided not to tell anyone. Yeah. So we were booked in and planned and we were going to have one whole day. He would go to work and wrap up. I would yeah. wrap up with work. I would do whatever I needed to. It was like yeah. a definitive. And we're like, oh, this makes sense. This is us. Yeah. Yeah. All along. Like, yeah. This is, of course, this is the way I was going to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we didn't tell our families. My dad actually works away in the mines and I did break protocol and I, I asked yeah. if I could let him know whether he would go to work or stay. I said, yeah. Dad, yeah. there could be a baby happening while you're away. Do you want to stay home from work, like work or do you want to go to work and meet yeah. baby after? And he said, yeah. no, I'll go to work. Yeah. But he did get a little insight and I was like, little don't insight. tell him. Don't <laughs> um, and he didn't. He, he, true to his word, he must be scared. Yeah. Um, and then so these moments and this is my favorite part of the whole pregnancy the last yeah. day I think I sat in the sun I went and got a mm. reflexology massage yeah. um, I went and got my eyebrows done I got a blow dry yeah I touched base at the store for one last time yeah office works and got a couple of bits um yeah. and then on Thursday morning we got up you know I could repack the hospital bag too to suit cesarean and then yeah. I could have you know stuff and my stuff and yeah, I knew exactly yeah. what it looked like I could pack and not be like what if happens what if that happens yeah I pulled out all the birth combs and the, yeah yeah um, what's the squeegee thing you need to clean the, like didn't need any of that yeah I didn't need that, that either <laughs> the tens machine out so I was like a bag lighter yeah um and yeah we were ready to go and Thursday morning we got up and had a coffee together had breakfast yeah. together um, we didn't need to be there till lunch, so I actually logged on and did some emails, called the girls. They didn't know. I still hadn't yeah. told them. Yeah. But, yeah, I worked in the morning and then wrapped up some bits and um, took some final feeling. photos yeah. and then off to the hospital. And What a I feeling. Yeah, it 
weird, weird man. Weird. Oh, what Popped a time. In my headphones and was sitting and waiting to get checked in, like you're going into a hotel, got to the room and like set it up. Like, does someone come in and tell you what to do? Like, it's such a weird feeling rocking up. You're like, okay. you know, yeah, like it, it was cool because we only had two days to prepare and yeah, it was yeah. nice. I've had, I've had a few endo surgeries and um, my appendix is out. So yeah. I was kind of, I'm not scared of surgery yeah. in hospital. Yeah, yeah. That was nice, but obviously you're scared about becoming a mum. Yeah. And that looks like the next time I come to this room and, like, what's going to happen to my body and will my milk come in? Oh. So down we went to surgery and I was being a weirdest person. Like, I speak, <laughs> speak when I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> like, gibberish, dumb, like, silly, silly. Anyway, I walked into the room and I was like, I've arrived. I'm ready to have a baby. Have a baby. That was really cool. Got back on the bed, did all of that. And then, yeah, Ted was here. And I've actually got a video of our cesarean of Ted being born. And yeah. I'm watching last night. We're getting so emotional. Oh, man. You know, cesareans, there's a lot of taboo out there. Like, it's not a beautiful experience. But, oh, our experience was next to none. Like, yeah and perfect for us it was calm yeah it was really like you know supported and um it was very medical which I think I appreciated more than I would have thought like yeah it's scary having a baby they don't breathe straight away they come out like coughing and spluttering and you're like that scared me so much yeah yeah Um, yeah they don't come out like they do all the movies yeah um and the doctors were all cool, calm and collected and I just went off their energy and tried to close my eyes and yeah. just relax to the music. Yeah. You know, I had my playlist there ready to go. And, yeah. Um, the, yeah, we got photos taken by the anesthetic. I think she was the assistant. And so Ted was here. Ted he was, was here. He's a boy. They were like, what's his name? We are like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. We had two names. And yeah. Eddie. Yeah. And then, yeah, the rest was history. So, we we then did the text out together when we got back to the room a few hours later we didn't we were like okay are we ready to um you know we should have waited the next day <laughs> yeah um, we opened the can of worms they all facetimed and yeah. the mobs beside themselves and that oh was my great. gosh they all came to meet ted on the friday um yeah and that was really nice but recovery for me was really hard um yeah trying to be new mom and enjoy but recover Physically, mm. I'm used to getting up and going and doing, physically yeah. doing, physically working. Yeah. Um, and relying on Al to do simple things was really hard for me. I did not cope well with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Physical side of a cesarean for me was really hard. But I think because, like, like, because I had a cesarean as well, and like, you don't think that far. Like, you think okay, about the birth and you just think, oh, yeah, we'll have a baby and like, whatever. And then you're like, confronted with this new pain and inability to do anything yeah. and it is quite a like it's kind oh, of so confronting yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's really like and like you know people coming to the hospital over those two days and I had to be like you need to go I'm so tired and exhausted like mm. I mean I'm not doing this like and I found that really hard because I don't remember a lot of in hospital obviously you're in a lot of medication I yeah. don't remember that time of everyone meeting them it's very selfless it's for them not for you and I yeah yeah I really felt a bit of um yeah resentment for that because yeah I didn't enjoy that. I didn't enjoy that at all yeah um 
but when dad met Ted, because when he came home from work, we were at home. Yeah. I remember coming through the door and crying and oh. meeting Ted. And that is one of my favorite memories. And it was because I had it together. I was a bit more like, you know, yeah. here's Ted, he was in my arms. Like, like here's really- my baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're coming home to like this is it now, and that was really yeah. nice. Yeah, um, we're at home, so I really liked that. If you're ever thinking of, you know, how do I want them to meet the baby? Yeah, yeah, in hospital it's crowded, and there's nurses coming in, and my yeah. doctor I haven't seen him yet. Mum was there tra- talking to the doctor, and I was like, Mum, shut up. I yeah, to my doctor, I've got questions. I've been cut open, like. I just had a catheter removed. Like, what yeah, was and I was walking around with a nappy half the time, no, nothing yeah. else on. Yeah, yeah, still um, trying to figure out how to walk and get myself to the toilet. Yeah, I just lost a huge belly. Your yeah. body, you're feeling the milk. Like, yeah. yeah, look, a couple more days of privacy in hospital would have been nice. Yeah, um, is that what you're doing? Like next time, if, like, yeah, but then next time will be different. I think. Yeah. I'll be more Less vulnerable, more yeah. established to what to expect, and then they'll be tempted yeah. to bring along. Yeah. So it'll be different again. But yeah. first time I think speak up. If you're I was already hesitant to do that and I did that yeah. for them. Yeah. But I don't think they realized, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You realize like after going through it yourself, how different like you think of new mums before you how yeah, the dynamic of um people meeting babies and like how it is for them, it's not for like it's such a, yeah, like you said, like a selfless thing. My mum wanted literally covered in mucus, like, coming out, I think. And she was like, but they're not a new newborn the two days later. Because I was originally yeah. saying, or a week. I was like, it's going to be whatever that, not a week. And I was like, mum, <laughs> you know, like, please, can you just, let's just get the baby here and then we'll decide. But, um, yeah. yeah, look, that was, that was what it was and it was, yeah. Again, Al and I had beautiful, beautiful moments that we've got on camera. Yeah. You know, really nice in our love bubble. And yeah. we actually got to the Emporium in Brisbane if you go through private at yeah. MARTA. I've seen we this. Hospital yes. And people thought I checked myself into a, into a bougie hotel. Yes. I actually got asked. I was like, did you get so sick of the hospital? I was like, no, it's part of the package, baby. How this good is, is that? Really- so you get an escort, like you get a valet taken to the, they pack oh up your stuff. Yeah. Get transported. The first time in a car with a baby is really scary. They help you. They put Ted in the car seat. Oh, They wow. drive you really slowly down around the corner and check you in. And a king bed with a king room and a huge bathroom with a change table and a bathroom. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And, like, that's the first time you're going in the toilet and having a proper shower. Like, it was nice to have space and fluffy white towels and yeah. room service and, like, on demand whenever you're not just when you're Oh, my God. Hospital. Yes. There was a restaurant at the top and a bar. So Al could take Ted to the bar and the family could come and see him and I could rest. It was just yeah. those three days in that in that hotel was beautiful start. Oh, amazing. That was really nice. Yeah. Um, and then my world kind of, the the newborn bubble was cracked with business. Um, yeah. I don't think you even know this. Do you know this? Maybe not. I but think I, I think I know what you're going to say. I think I read you mentioned okay. it somewhere. My store manager, who yeah. I loved, um, yeah, just had some life, life stuff. pop up. Yeah. Circumstances pop up and she was needing to move back to Sydney and she was resigning <laughs> This was my store manager that I loved and was doing such a good job and I trained mm. for nine months to be my maternity cover and the maternity leave that I'd 
you know, I made a business that yeah. I could build and work on so that I could have, have this time. Be a working mum. That's why I made Naku. And that bubble was popped almost <laughs> days, hours into giving birth. The big sharp pin pop. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, we didn't even get out of So, look, that was, yeah, it wasn't the maternity leave that I would have loved. No. Um, again, I hold resentment to what that looked like. And poor yeah. me. And then yeah. Get up so, yeah. She gave me a really nice handover and replaced herself and trained the girls as best she could have. Um, yeah. Yeah, it looked really different. Um, wow. It looked really different to what I was hoping, so I kind of had to get back into work straight away. Yeah. Not much of a choice. Um, yeah. And what did that look like for you? Like who, how did you juggle Ted? Of, um, when I say straight back into work, I didn't need to be in the store, but that yeah. was On the laptop. Helping. There's so many different moving parts that people yeah. just see store is the easiest part yeah customers is like the easiest best part about this yeah Um, yeah you know there's accounts there's uh, emails hundreds and thousands of emails every day that customer issues and faulties and orders incorrectly uploading you know things not live on the website social media who's shooting it up there's so many things yeah yeah. So I was then just back in moving and delegating and managing as best I, as I could. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what the maternity leave looked like. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Rach then stepped into the role of overseeing both stores and we had some good conversations that brought her to that and she's the best gal for the job. And yeah. I've kind of had my maternity leave now. Yeah. Which is really, I've done yeah. it the opposite way around. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm now working whether it's efficiently because now I've put in boundaries and I've put in systems and processes yeah. that allow me to do that, but yeah, I'm yeah. having a break and it's so good because Ted's so busy and yeah. I have to spend days on it and, like, I can't be, I have to be present with him. He's so busy and physical and active yeah. at work. I can only work when he naps. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I start crawling, they just need you, hey, like you can't leave an eye like no, off them so, you can't walk away. so yeah working week for me I literally log on at 9 30 when I put him down for a nap and yep. you get an hour out of me and I have to prioritize prioritize what's good and what's not yeah if anything else I'm on the phone to the girls at the store every day every single yep. day chatting and yep. messaging on whatsapp we've got an instant messenger there so if they need yep. something urgently yeah um yeah I mean Ted's nearly a year old and Rach is oh there's some things now that I look at and go you are doing a better job than what I would have in that or, yeah. that or those girls. And now we've built it where the girls talk to her and then Rach reports to me. So I don't oh, have I'm dealing to with one person. You know, I have five staff. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Checking with every, every week because there's moving and I make yeah. sure that's a priority of mine because um, yeah. their life is support and then their careers. Yeah. yeah. But Rach does that and she reports back to me and she's yeah. my little – H, we call her HRH when she HRH. needs to Love that. Yeah. How good is that? Love her. She's training the team. She's amazing. Yeah. She's better at me than visual merchandising. Um, I know she's going to listen to this, so she'll like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, she does a really good job. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're just trying to enjoy the climate at the moment is really quiet. It's so different to what it was last year when it was heaving, but with the interest rates going up, it's really quiet. Yeah. Um, and she's been a boss trying to not you know I've been through this before with COVID and I've had it worse and yeah just great encouraging the team and keeping that momentum going and figuring out yeah. ways 
she's got the business's um, best interest at heart, which is really yeah, nice. is exactly what you need for someone in such a role. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good, and you know, she's got my back, and she'll be like, "Go home and rest. You're sick. Like, it's not like oh, I expect you to be here every day working. It's yeah. You know, the more I give her, the more I let go of the leash, the more the girls work hard, and I've learned that in business as well. So yeah. Um, that's been really beautiful and I've really mm. loved this special time with Ted. Yeah. No, I'm still working. I still can't help myself. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And 15 hours a week. Yeah. Um, There's a daycare now two days a day, two days a week. So I do house yeah. stuff. You know, I'm painting out there. I still want to have a life. Yeah. And not just work all the time. And then I'm back in the stores on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so We've got, got a good yeah, balance. Got a good yeah. balance going. Yeah. Do you feel like, because I feel like at the moment as well, it's, I don't know, maybe just being a year, I guess, nearly, you finally feel like you're finding a flow again. Like you're finding finding that like rhythm and routine. Yeah, but I have been very careful not to get stuck onto being like, okay, this is it. Yeah, because they change, don't they? Yeah. In and business, business, you learn. Yeah. Um, but don't get stuck on one thing because it'll change. Just enjoy yeah. it and take what you can out of it, um, yeah. which has helped a lot because if you get stuck of this is his routine, that routine's changed. Yeah, no. Everything changes. Like daycare might change. Um, yeah. But I'm like, all right, this is what your week or day looks like for now. Just focus on the here and now. Yeah. And I'm not really worried about the future too much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Those plans. So everyone's like, when are you doing more stores? I would never open another store unless it was in Japan. I'd live in Japan for a year. Um, but, you know, I've been doing a bit of business coaching myself, which has been yeah. really nice and helping other girls in their businesses. And I'm really good at telling people what to do. Yeah. 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 Love that. If I listen to this story, you know, I'm really good at love talking. Yeah. Love talking and telling stories. And you're really good um, at it. Like, it's so easy to listen to a, talk. That's a lovely compliment. Yeah be a bit like oh you know self-indulgent no but that's the way your he, voice. yeah I've got so much to say and Ted's the same he is a chatterbox <laughs> is he chatterbox it's chatterbox and yeah. So yeah I've got so much to say and I just think yeah the the you've given a voice you've given the opportunity to speak why not um yeah yeah so I think I'm doing a bit of business coaching on the side and that's really fulfilling because you know Naku's been five years now and I'm kind of getting the wow. itch like What's next? What's yeah. next for me? I wanted to hit that five year mark and I did. Yay. I was expecting it to like self implode or catch on fire at five years, but it hasn't. <laughs> Touch wood. Um, yeah, yeah, we're just going to get through this hard year of people freaking out about their discretionary spending. Um, yeah. Well, it's ebbs and flows, but it's just a hard slog in the middle. Yeah. Um, we'll get through to Christmas, but it's like, yeah, what's next? Yeah. Same with you. Like you're doing this, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing this, which is wild. I'm gonna say you're very itchy. Thank you. Yeah, I think I just you just gotta follow the flow. It's flowing juices, yeah. Yeah, I found such a weird like burst of creativity and like motivation, like literally straight away. I think Bali was like two weeks old. I'm like, what is this feeling? Because I expected it to be the opposite. I just expected to want to not work and want to just be in that bubble, but I'm like I think it gives coming out of me. I just need to put it somewhere. All that cliche saying, it's like you're you're given purpose. Mm. Right? Mm. When you become a mom, that's your future. You don't need to make future plans. Like yeah. they're growing, they're changing, whatever they're doing, that's the future. Yeah. Um, it's 
kind of like that that future planning or forecasting done for you because you kind of know what it looks like with them and it's like yeah you're gonna follow their lead whatever they want to do sport music schooling learning playing like that's that's your forecast yeah get itchy with with like okay well I want to keep up with that and what do I want to do for myself yeah like you know how do I spend more time with him but still fill my cup up and you know the girls have got it rolling they don't really need me I'm annoying them yeah Um, you know I'm still making the big decisions yeah yeah nitty-gritty they've got covered um and I'm feeling so yeah I think maybe a bit of I don't know business coaching it sounds I really don't like that that phrase but you know helping yeah I know what you mean in um particularly retail yeah well you are the girl for that aren't you like your story just shares that wow holy moly you've got a lot behind you yeah, that's a beautiful compliment because yeah. spelling it out like that way, there is a lot of moving parts and like, oh, inside yeah. of all of that, there's a lot of moving parts. But um, yeah, in summary, I would say, um, yeah, I've loved every minute of opening and building the crew to what it is today. Yeah. Um, it's the point of, yeah, being yeah. able to run it and being able to be a mum in that and I, I achieved what I set out and that's yeah. to pay myself a wage and be a working mum and I haven't had to take maternity leave per se and hand in a resignation to an employer and yeah. a lot of my best friends who I created a little mum group. Yeah. 20 to 40 of us now. Wow. Um, they're all starting to go back to work and seeing their stories of, we're talking corporate in the city, like catching yeah. training you know big corporations yeah just their stories of going to work I could feel very daunting very like scary and overwhelming yeah. and having to yeah you know, the workforce after not working just did not look like the story for me and that yeah. can be for some people not work not work go back yeah. into work three yeah. four days on. I think that would really put me out of yes my comfort zone and jump me yeah. out and make me yeah. yeah, I think I would have trouble with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm quite the same. Yeah, whereas I like mm. to work in my spurts of creativity and energy. And Go with the I've flow. done that through. Now, I can't believe it's been a nearly a year. Yeah. Of what I'm calling my maternity leave. I would <laughs> yeah. say once I this year. Once he turns one, I think I can stop calling it maternity leave <laughs> um, and get into some serious work. But, yeah, yeah. I think... You know, and then you're on the same boat. We're looking. Yeah. Okay. How do we have baby number two? How, how do you have? How oh. does this happen? This is my big question. Yeah, I don't know. I think because you like, you try annoyed. and work yourself out after having your first, and you're like, okay, yeah, I got this. And then you're like, yeah. but then I'm just gonna go straight back in, and it's gonna be completely different. I'm gonna have to learn all this shit again, and like, oh, but you do feel a little bit more confident in the fact that you know what to expect in a roundabout way. In a roundabout way, the newborn is the easy baby and the toddler is the hard baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because so, Ted's walking around now. Hey, he was he walked yeah, pretty he early. Yeah, he walked, started walking at 10 months. What the? <laughs> oh, he's not in some sort of academic sporting team. I'll be putting him <laughs> back where he was. Um, mm. but yeah, look, that's kind of where, where he, we've gotten to the present after yeah. a big, long, beautiful conversation. That's that's here and now. We're three yeah. weeks off 10, 31. I'm going to throw him a big party 
Because why not? Why not? I'm in that boat too. Yeah. I haven't seen the invites, but we're doing an old Teddy McDonald had a, Teddy McCallum had a Stop it. That sounds so fun. Yeah. I think it's a mini farm. Yeah. Um, And why not? Why not? There only one once. And the next baby probably won't get the same attention, so. We're going all in. Um, yeah. And we're, yeah, we're, we're about to celebrate that. So there's a bit of a countdown until he's turning one and we've celebrated one year of uh, yeah, surviving being yeah. first time. Yeah. So, you know, both being full-time workers has been hard. Al didn't take any time off as well. Didn't even yeah. touch on that. He yeah. didn't take any time off. Um, and, look, he we may have regretted that and I didn't want yeah. him to, but it didn't pay off. Um yeah. So, yeah, look, it's been a very busy, exciting, wild year. You feel like um, you live like 10 years in that one year, hey? I, I, when I look in the mirror, I feel like I've aged. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I just need better moisturiser recommendation or if I've just aged. <laughs> so much. But the is very, oh, my, and the, oh. And yeah, the, I know, I know, I feel, I feel, yeah. Gracefully is, yeah can do it gracefully then yeah don't do it at all so. exactly and like speaking of like motherhood stuff just with my like a few other things I'd love to hear from you what do you um like want Ted to remember from his like childhood and like you as a mum like a boss mum like how do you see him growing up and thinking about what you oh, do I that's a really lovely question I remember very vividly mum my mum and dad were working 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 like all workers dad was an electrician my mum was in retail oh she wow was, was she yeah I don't know if anyone remembers Daimaru or um Sportscraft but yeah mum was she worked in Daimaru and then she was the regional manager for Sportscraft um oh before she moved into um, yeah yeah then she work with her back illnesses and injuries and pain so yeah um yeah mum was in retail she was a retail gal and so did that inspire you is that did you do you reckon that had something to do with why you went well, down that maybe. way yeah uh, I think the fashion was always something I was a model as well like mum got me into a modeling competition and I did modeling yeah. and loved being backstage and learning all the event side I hated modeling but I loved the back end that's yeah. where the fashion came into the events and yeah retail but um yeah, mum was a big retailer, so I would go and would help her work after after school. Um, yeah. You know, mum would drop us off the bus and I'd catch a train, a bus, a train, bus, like to a school so that she could go to work. Um, yeah, I would go to um, visit mum after work and after school, sorry, and help her work. And, you know, that was that was our life. I'm going to get home at 5.36. And I think for Ted, I just... Look, it's really, I don't want him to feel like he's missed out. Like my mum and dad could never come to school carnivals. Mm. They could never come and watch me swimming and win first place and win age like age champion and yeah. they never got to come to class, like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had to go to sport after school or on the weekends, it was always my friends, parents taking us and us doing sleepovers. So I think yeah. that's one thing I would like to change for Ted and I want to be very involved yeah. in his sport or his extracurricular music lessons or the yeah. gymnastics. I think that's one thing that I want him to know is, hey, mum works, but, you know, she sacrifices yeah. in the areas, but she's also there for me to support me and cheer me on. Not that my mum and dad weren't, yeah. and whatever I want to do. It's just yeah. unfortunately their careers and making money meant that they couldn't. Yeah. Um, so I think that is yeah. really important. I'd like 
to have the flexibility to still work and earn an income because yeah. hey, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Table. But yeah. Yeah, really but that is one of the big to... big pros of being a business owner is that you can control that yeah. level of flexibility and you can do those things. Yeah, yeah, which is one of the big things I saw as early. The girls could be there for their kids and yeah, you know, pick them up. And if I was sick, I would have to go to the sick bay for hours. You know, I had horrific periods. I had to have to just I'd walk in and she'd see me and be like, "There's your bed, Tiff. Here's your heat pack." Like, yeah. and mum would be up after like at four o'clock. You know? Yeah. It was just, it, 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 it's good. It made me a hard gal who yeah. I am today. I don't, I don't want to make Ted a softy per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having that flexibility. I'm sure mum had a lot of mum guilt. I've never actually asked her about that. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was guilt that she was holding, held on to that. Yeah. Um, I think I would like, yeah, flexibility for Ted to be like, hey, mum, you know, took that time to come yeah. and support me, and, but she still worked and, yeah. Just that having that balance and for him to see that, I think. See nice. that. Yeah. I, I think like reminiscing on that sort of time as a kid when you would see your parents like show up for like something like that, it was so special. And I think it's probably easy to forget how such something so small on just one occasion could mean so much in the long run. I was, yeah, I was always hoping. I think I can't yeah. remember occasions but it was really rare for me unfortunately and it yeah was always, it was always my friends parents and they were great you know mom yeah would yeah buy me a cookie or something to celebrate but it was never my mum and dad yeah until now I'm feeling like this is a therapy session but um <laughs> yeah that was that played like I loved sport and I took great pride in athletics yeah. carnivals swimming carnivals actually so yeah. you know mum did come to one swimming carnival at the yeah. very end yeah that was really cool <laughs> but yeah it wasn't every single one and I don't think it can be every single no. one yeah every race or every award but yeah you know, yeah. Was never there for, you know you look around and your parents were never there for the award ceremony at school so I think yeah yeah I want to be very involved in Ted's schooling life yeah be, whatever he finds acceptable I'm not going to be that yeah unbearing. Yeah, embarrassing mum. But I always <laughs> was like I'm going to be a PCYC mum like I'm going to be the tuck shop mum that yeah. volunteers with. And yeah. look, if I do do that, good, like, good for that. But yeah, you know, yeah. Who knows? That might be harder than it's worth. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually doing a sausage sizzle to raise money for a kid's daycare. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Little things like that, I think, would be, you know, that's the point. For me, anyway, that fills yeah. my cup of being all um, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that so much. You have nailed this. Far out. You have touched on everything. Any other Ted stuff? Like what what do you want out of what what's your takeaway for the podcast? Oh, honestly, like I my vision for the podcast is just like a library of brands we know. Yeah. And you can tap into the ones you know and hear the whole story rather than just like, you know, like oh. I want people to like know the back oh, the I'm hard, the hard I'm- work. I have revealed. I if I took this dress off right now, I take <laughs> it in front of you. That is pretty much. Well, there's so many more layers, but that's that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of me. Yeah, in- you've done so well, and like that's exactly like with the podcast. I just want people to be able to like be able to relate, especially. I think because being a mum, I've realised now I have so much more appreciation for like women who run businesses who also have kids in the background to worry about because you get so nice I feel like I was so naive before having Bali towards like oh she's just like she's a mum she runs a business like that's cool 
But now I'm like, wow, far out. There's so much to juggle. And especially thinking about, well, if I want to have more more than one, like. It's, I'm in the position where I'm like, is it worth the stress? Like I really just want to enjoy being Ted's mom and would it be worth just going to play? But then I have best friends that, you know, we chat every day and one is a self-employed and one works for a company. And, you know, if her baby's sick, she can't just do what you and I do and reschedule or just yeah. don't attend or, you know, work from home or yeah. you know, she has to organise their boss or daycare yeah. or partner. Like I feel like there's two sides to it's just working mums in general is, yeah, yeah you have your appreciation um, for that. And if we don't yeah. work, you can't pay your rent. And there's, yeah, it's a different realm. Like when our family, when our parents had us, like they could afford one wage maybe, but yeah, yeah definitely you have to get up and get it working but yeah it's um it there's appreciation to be had uh, I think there's no right or wrong it's just no. get, get, I don't want people to see this story and be like oh wow she's you yeah. know, done xyz all these yeah. achievements but if of course if you list them all in a in a in a line in a checklist they're going to yeah. build up like overwhelming but just one thing at a time yeah tackle it. that's it um, you know today I, I had a few appointments to do this morning. I had to shoot at the store. I had to get Ted to daycare, out to work, and then get here yeah. by eleven thirty. And I was stressing. Yeah. And I felt for the first time in a while very anxious, and because yeah. this is new, new. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, one thing at a time. Yeah. Out to work, Ted to daycare, get yeah. to the shoot, get to the appointment, then get yeah. home. Like, don't think of all of it at once because yeah. you're going to get. So overwhelmed. So overwhelmed. Like the big stones and then add the little stones and then the sand, like one That's thing it. at a time. One thing at a time. Absolutely. And do you feel like since becoming a mum, like you'd have less time to procrastinate about that stuff as well? Oh, like, yeah. You, you just time. you just do it. I don't like, have time to stalk. I really want to stalk these. Like I've got these lists in my head, mental load of, I want to stalk this person on Instagram. I want to see what they're doing now. Yeah. Like, about that house did they end up changing that tile in the bathroom like I don't know I don't know <laughs> to check yeah random account that I follow I really want to know if they changed the bathroom tile or not yeah <laughs> don't get time to you'll have like yet. a thought in the middle of the night you're like oh that person that I followed five years ago like their kids would be so grown up by now I should check and see what they'd like what they look like now oh they've got three kids wow, that, yeah, yeah it's very funny you time is whew. A different beast. Um, oh yeah. yeah, it's got no procrastinating, no time for no. bullshit. Um, you make decisions a lot quicker, which is nice. It's it, yeah, it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, yeah downsides. Yeah, and like, do you like think like, about I the time really, that you... I work again? That perfectionism comes out, and I want to do it slow and proper. Yes. Before when it would take me time, now it really takes me. Like, I think the girls are clocking yeah. on that. Yeah, it take a week. And setting those boundaries for myself are really yeah. good and spacing out time and then also being like, Tiff, you got to get it done. Like that's just, that's not 100% to your perfectionism, but it's just going to have to go yeah. like that. Yeah, you definitely have to let go of that a bit more being a mum, hey. I would love, I love time and work, like in my work to just go Feel. deep and get lost yep. for hours on ends and that luxury gets pulled away from you. And yeah. That's why I work, so I'm trying to learn that. Yeah, I'm in that right now too. And like, especially because nap time just isn't very long. Oh, and it's I, never, it's never <laughs> like what, what you think it would be. 
And like the minute you think like, oh, this is only going to be a half an hour, it's a two hour and you're like, I could have done this big task or you think they're going to have a two hour and you like start something big and it's just like the time. That has, in my defence, I am highly operate, like highly strong, but I operate at a high frequency with that (laughs) because of the store. Yeah. So someone will come in, a customer will come into the store and a hurricane, right, pull everything off, try it all on. I've got a minute or two to reset. Yeah. And so that has come into my home and I reset the house. So, yeah. you know, cleaning and tidy house is like such a chore for a lot of mums, but I just do it without even realising it. And it yeah. is a chore. Yeah. It, it takes time and it annoys the shit out of me. You know, I yell at Al for not cleaning up his toys or cleaning the kitchen or putting the washing away. But for me, yeah. it's second nature because yeah. of being in the store. I close up, yeah. tidy this, put this back. I'm constantly reshuffling. Yeah, reset. That's come back into the house of, it's nice that those things I just do without yeah. even worrying about them and they get done in nap time yeah. and then I have a clear space to sit down and work. Yeah. And I just say, get these three jobs done, priority, top to bottom, if you yeah. get that done. Yeah. But I kind of do all the main things first, then sit down and whatever yeah. nap you've got, you can tick those bits off. If not, they have to wait until it goes to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you like work much at night? Because I, or how late do you go to bed? Tell me, because I'm not I good right now. Early because I'm an, I'm an animal. If I am not a nice animal, I'm, I'm I'm a witch if I don't get enough sleep. Yeah. Um, so I need to get a lot of sleep, and I really struggle yeah. with that. I was going through his regressions, and yeah, he's really good boy now. He kind of sleeps through the night with a bottle, um, and that's how we get it done. And yeah. we wake up um, about six forty-five, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, just um, really not fine. It's incredible. I'd love yeah. to sleep to wait. Yeah. Pre-me, pre-baby me would sleep till eight, nine. What a luxury it was. What a luxury it was, hey? And I would get, I try and get to bed about 8.30, roll into bed and, you know, oh, wind yeah. down on your phones, which you're not meant to, whatever. Um, yeah. Better sleep by 9.30. Oh, you're good. But if I need to work, I will sit up. If I'm on a roll and I'm feeling that creativity, I'm yes. I will have to ignore Al because he'll be watching our Netflix series that we're watching. I'll be like, right, not tonight. I've got to yeah. work and I'll probably yeah. up to like midnight. Yeah. That's me at the moment. And I feel like it's the creative stuff because like you said before, sometimes you just need to get deep and like it's hard yeah. to get deep into yeah. something creative when you've only got an hour. You're on a time limit, yeah. Yeah, and I find myself that's – I often am up so late lately because I just – that's my time, you, you know. Get- you know you're not going to be interrupted. Yeah, do you get the shits with yourself too? You're like, oh, it's 11 o'clock, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and you get yeah. annoyed and you get annoyed that that's what you have to do and that you can't work during the day and then you just like, yeah. you go in that spiral and you go, hey, yeah. Yeah. here and now, this is really good, I ticked yes. off this and I call it quits. Yes. doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a constant think- thing, like constant prioritising what's actually important to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's really setting those boundaries it? in yourself yeah. and being like, okay, I've done a couple of good hours here. Yeah. I don't want to be too tired tomorrow or yeah. I can maybe get this done tonight and that'll make me sleep better and feel, feel better, better tomorrow. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Just setting boundaries, I think, for yourself and goals. Yeah. And not being silly with that. Yeah. So. Well, I think you will be a fabulous business coach. Oh, thank you. If there's anything you ever want to <laughs> ask, I'm all um, – yeah. You know me, you'll be like, watch this space too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, look, I, I've helped out a couple of um, 
um, girls now that have, yeah, I've probably got to touch base with those. But, um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed it because the questions that they've asked has taken me back to day one, right? Yeah. Pre-day one and I've really enjoyed being like, oh, right, yeah. I know all of this. That's actually yeah. such an easy question that I can answer and help yeah. you out. But if for I them it's like a really ask, big, hard thing. Oh, man, I could have saved six months in this and yeah. you know, six months of that and 40 grand in that tax issue. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think my demise can be someone's, what's the saying? Yeah, someone's, yeah. I don't know what that saying is, but um, what I'm trying to get to, but it's like, yeah, my um, fuck-ups could be their reward. Yeah, like, yeah. What I really did poorly or didn't know about yeah can't be in vain I don't yes. want it to be in vain. so if you can have that knowledge now it's going to save you a whole lot of headache yeah exactly no I totally get that I like I don't know if you would know but I pretty much did exactly what you're just saying um and put my business in a course design biz beginners and just for the exact same reason so I can give people kind of the mistakes that I made so to save them time and energy so they don't have you- to make the same mistakes yeah that's awesome. in like an ebook yeah, an online course. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, maybe you could do something like that. Well, yeah, retail is very niche and it's not yeah. Yeah, still still ever evolving. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's something that, you know, there's not many boutiques that exist really. I've, I would say the calibre that I'm in, like I would say yeah. I would put myself up there with Ulterior Motive and Call Me the Breeze and Toko's Lane and yeah. um, Nets and, yeah, there's a lot of multi- branded boutiques um that now exist but yeah fox splice like you know all of these different um and we're all female-led and we're all pretty much all moms now i would say too so yeah isn't it amazing common common theme here and it's really nice because we can all all bond over that yeah Yeah, exactly Yeah. yeah amazing what you've done with your store is incredible and i hope you're incredibly proud and celebrate yeah, yourself. I really am. I'm very, I'm very fulfilled. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, whatever you do next, don't feel like you're a failure. I'm like, I'm not. I'm fulfilled. No. Like, yeah. I have not in, never in my wildest dreams would I think I would have two stores have given careers and jobs to like over 15 women. Um, yeah. What an achievement. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's really nice. And I've reintroduced women into the, into the workforce after having babies. Like, yeah. One of my best friends, she came back to work only a few months later and she was breastfeeding and like, I don't know, I don't want to say I'm a pioneer in the industry, but I would yeah. allow her to have, her mum would bring her baby into the shop and she would be given time yeah. to breastfeed while yeah. on the clock. Yeah. That, that is amazing. And that's still, yeah. I don't think happens enough and it's recently not happened to a girlfriend of mine and I'm like, yeah, well, wow. We want to have careers and we want to work, but, um, yeah, that should be flexible. And that was should. really just worked in that circumstance really nicely. Her mum lived so she could the close by, so she could just How bring a baby into the That's amazing. You don't, um, you don't appreciate until you are a working mum. Yeah. That, like, you know, yeah. that's making mistakes. Your brain might be all there. So we'll just ease you back into it. Like, you just, yeah. 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 Amazing. And, like, do you feel like you're a better boss now that you're a mum? Um, I'm probably a worse boss. No, I probably am a better boss because I'm a bit softer. Yeah. <laughs> I was a real hard bitch before. Obviously, I just needed a baby. <laughs> no, I'm not a hard I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, 
I get, I'm very headstrong, but being a mum now it kind of mm-hmm. takes all of those little tinkling pressures and annoyances yeah. out of it. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's what it does. It brings the realism into it. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Yeah. One thing I want to finish on, Tiff, what would you say if you could go back in time to the 20-year-old Tiff? What would you tell her about the years to come? Oh, chill out, girlfriend. <laughs> I was so highly strung in my 20s. Um, 20-year-old Tiff specifically. Yeah. I think I just I think I was single and having lots of fun. So 20 was good. Um, yeah, look. 20 to 25 is the highest years of your life. Um, and I think I would, yeah, just chill out, enjoy the ride. Um, yeah. It'll be, what will be, will be. You cannot control it. Just control your controllables. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was very highly strung and overwhelmed. And, you know, friends started getting serious boyfriends and talking about yeah. kids. You know, I just, I, I, but then I look back and go, I wouldn't be where I am. Exactly. If I yeah um, yeah yeah your past past creates your present 40 year old like that's only in 10 years but where's 40 year old tiff gonna tell 30 year old tiff oh my goodness i always remember being like a 10 year old kid thinking like i'm 10 and you feel like that is like such a long time you've been around for ages and you're like but my nana's like 70 and that's like seven times what i've lived and like holy shit that's a lot of like life to live and we've still got yeah. so much ahead of us yeah, I, I really feel like the best is still yet to come. Like when you're a bit yeah. more stable, you've got a little bit more like assets behind you. Like obviously we all stress about money and yeah. making money, having a career and yeah. um, filling our cup and working out enough and taking our vitamins and eating the right <laughs> food. Like just do what you can and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Well, well you are amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. That was that was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for giving me all this time to just share your story and let me put it put it under the the Busy Mama podcast. You're the best. Yeah. Seriously. Hey, if you're ever listening when you're old and we're having a fight, I love you. You're the best little boy ever. He's just so funny. Honestly, yeah. he's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and happy first birthday to you. <laughs> head soon three weeks birthday little boy you big, yeah. you big bruiser thank you so much for listening to this episode of the busy mama podcast i am ever so grateful to have your listening ears with us today please leave a review and rate the show if you enjoyed listening that would be so appreciated and also don't forget to request a guest on our website if you have any particular busy mama in mind that you'd love to hear her story her creation story of her business of her babies and of herself in general don't forget to follow along for more behind the scenes and extra goodness on instagram the busy mama podcast i'd also love to take a moment to thank amity music for letting me use their beautiful song letting go You guys are amazing. See you next week.